Thanks for listening to the Home Fix Show podcast brought to you by Heating Equipment Company. All makes and models of residential and commercial furnaces and air conditioners can be serviced or installed by Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer. 208-459-2212. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Well, good Saturday morning to you and welcome to the Home Fix Show here on 670 KBOI. Hey, thanks for waking up with us. Hope you're going to have a wonderful day outside today and inside, wherever you're going to be getting things done on your home, in your home. If you have questions about that today, projects that you are trying to get out of the way or things that need to be fixed or something that you're considering changing just because just because you want to do it, um, I'm here to help you with some of that if you have questions about products or materials or what things cost or contractors or how to go about doing something 208-336-3700 is the number into the studio here 208-336-3700 and we can talk the other way you can send information to me is via email uh, to joe at joeprin.com, P-R-I-N, joe at joeprin.com. And if I can't read those on the show today and answer your question, I will respond to you as soon as I possibly can uh, in the near future, and we'll get that done. That also works great if you're listening to our show on on a podcast at a future date other than what it aired. You can still send questions in regarding anything that we've talked about or will talk about in this case today or Anything else that pops into your head, uh, the email address is always available to you, joe at joeprin.com. Coming up on this program next week on April 3rd, uh, Matt Bauscher will be here. We've uh, got that scheduled, or two weeks, I'm sorry, thank you, Tara, two weeks. Um, We weren't able to get Matt in here today. There was some question on that last week when I was talking about that. So it will be April 3rd in two weeks, Matt will be with us here to discuss the housing market in our valley right now that so many of you are just shaking your head and wondering, you know, are are we on this huge bubble that's going to pop and cause just a lot of problems or is this just the way it is now? Did was there just a massive ratcheting forward of our marketplace and this this is actually a a new baseline that uh, is going to be our our reality here. We'll find out from Matt what he sees and projects and thinks about that as Idaho's number one realtor. He'll tell us what uh, what he sees going on, and I think we can pretty much trust that. That's why this guy's as successful as he is. On April 10th, you're going to hear a new voice on the show here. Um, you may have heard this for a few moments when we've done our Woodcraft Woodworking Expos. Um, Monty's Monty's the owner there at uh, Woodcraft, uh, one of them, and his son, Jonah, uh, what a great uh, young individual he is, and he'll be joining us on the show to talk about a, not necessarily a division, but almost a business within Woodcraft that he and his, his father set up called Hinterland Manufacturing and some technology that they've brought in that you and I can access. We can have them, in essence, uh, cut some things out and and uh, make some things for us in a fashion that uh, we probably couldn't do in our 
in our own workshops. So we'll we'll talk with Jonah and see what all that's about on April 10th uh, here on the show. And then on April 24th, as promised back at the back in the fall when he joined us, uh, George will be back with us from Auto Detail Plus and tell us how to properly clean and take care of our car as we come out of winter and all the ice melt that was on the roads and what that did to our clear coat finishes on our cars and how to clean out the interiors the right way. George will uh, teach us how to detail our own cars uh, here on the show. 208-336-3700 is how you can join us. It's just you and I today, so I've got plenty of time for your calls and your questions uh, right now during this opening segments of our show is always a good time. We can spend some good quality time. I'm not rushing to uh, get all of our callers in, which we try to do as much as we can. And um, so earlier, the better. If you've got questions for me today, 208-336-3700. The latest uh, index is out from Franklin Building Supply on the current costs of materials in housing. Uh, These are the engineered components like floor joists and trusses along with sheathing and framing lumber that's used in new construction. And what they do is they monitor it over the last 30 days and see what the costs have done. And when you see these housing prices in new construction and you think, my gosh, you know, look at how that has gone up. Well, this is one of those contributing factors is the cost of the materials that go into those homes. Uh, things like the uh, the tongue and groove uh, OSB subfloor and um, engineered floor joists and all of that. Uh, so these houses are all built with the same style and technique that they base this index on. They, they have a small, a medium, and a large house. Uh, small being a little over 1,500 square feet and uh, the large homes being just a little bit over 3,000. In the past 30 days, the cost of lumber, essentially, has gone up on a medium size house, uh, and I say only, only 1.3%. That's one of the smaller increases that I've seen since we started tracking this just a a little while back. Uh, Smaller homes have gone up a little bit more. It's 3%. I'm not sure exactly why. And large is about 2.8%. So it must have to do with some of the lengths of some of the materials that are used there uh, in those things. So, um, yeah, it, it continues to go up. You know, you've seen prices going up on on everything. I've, I'm starting to see it in some weird places, and unfortunately we're kind of starting to get used to this. Um, Dave, the uh, the electrician from Consumer Electric and Cable that was uh, that is one of our sponsors on the show, I had him out uh, on a job site uh, for me uh, this past week. Job site, the the church that I work at, and there's um, a couple of these lights. They're they're just architectural and kind of nighttime security lights that shine up on the side of our building. And these two fixtures weren't working. One of them was blinking on and off, and I thought it was the ballast, so I called Dave out, and he said, no, no, it's just the bulbs. I'll just go grab a couple more bulbs. And he came back, and I said, did you find them? And he, he didn't even say anything. He just hands me this receipt, and he says, look at that. Look at that. And I'm, I'm looking at it and I go, two light bulbs, $87, $87. Now, yeah, these are some kind of like high pressure sodium or something, some fancy little bulb. And I go, yeah, what, what about this? And he says, 
I bought those exact same two bulbs two years ago for you here. Two years ago, I bought those exact same bulbs and two bulbs was $23. He says, you know, in two years, he said, has, and he said kind of the same thing. Has everything in your life, has your income tripled? Uh, you know, all this stuff? No. And he said, this is that inflationary, uh, uh, I guess, thing that's going on in, in our economy right now. And it's happening in all kinds of manufactured products, especially a lot of things with imported components and, and stuff and between manufacturing problems and shutdowns and trying to catch up to the demand and uh, a very robust economy right now. That's uh, it's starting to show up in some weird places. And I've, I've, you know, we've seen that everything from what Jackie tells us at Nampa appliance and TV with, you know, even the cost of mattresses and the foam that goes into them and electronic components and automobile tires and uh, fuel. If you've went to fill up your tank today at the, at the gas station and the cost of groceries. I mean, even, even a lot of food products have gone up a lot. So, and it, it's true out there in the housing too. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for Franklin for tracking this just to constantly bring us back to that reality that it's not necessarily just a, a gouging of the, the builders or uh, realtors setting inflationary inflatable high prices on things, the, the material costs um, that, that go into this stuff is definitely going up also. Uh, let's go to our phone lines. Let's talk to uh, Didi in Caldwell. Good morning, Didi. Good morning. Hi. So how are you building chicken coops? <laughs> well, I've, I've actually done a couple. We, uh, my wife and I, uh, mainly my wife, she is a, uh, a chicken mama. And uh, we've got a bunch of girls and uh, enjoy the eggs from them each and every day. Exactly. Well, my coop is pretty old and rotten and it's, you know, it, I mean, we could still make it go for a while, but you know, it, it just, it's time for it to be redone. We moved on to a place um, out actually out on state line on the border and, you know, need to make sure that we're keeping the critters from getting in under the, the rotten wood. Yeah. So if, if I'm building, if I'm building a new one, do I want to do it like a pole barn where you just dig the holes, you shove in your, you know, you put your um, poles down on the four corners and fill it with cement or should I, um, you know, do cinder blocks down a little ways and then up? I mean, there's uh, several ways. I just doing it myself. I'm just not quite sure what I should be doing. Yeah, you can do this a lot of different ways, and there's probably a thousand different books on, you know, how to raise chickens and build their structures. Uh, locally, our our friend Gretchen Anderson, she's written a few books on this, and you can get information from, you know, D&B Supply and all those places on how to build different things. Um, what, t- would you re- what would you self-recommend yeah, so that I'll t- I do? I'll tell you how I did it. And... Um, we were on one of those uh, tour de coops that they did one year here in the valley, where oh, they they had like okay. ten different homes that had you know backyard chickens and stuff. And um, this isn't for commercial production. This is you know just for no. personal use. And um, you know a lot of people thought what I did was kind of over the top, but that's kind of the way I do things. So what I did is I I poured an actual, or I didn't pour, I placed. That's the word that you should use. Placed a concrete slab. Uh, out alongside of a, uh, a pole barn structure that I already had, 
but I poured a, or placed a slab there. And then on top of that slab, I essentially framed the three walls of a shed, uh, basically. Do you have any building there now at all? Yeah, I've got a, it's an, it's an old, it's just a freestanding old coop. And so I would probably put a new coop and a, sh- and a small shed in that area, making it okay. large. So I'm basically going to start from zero. All right. I just have to you know, move so, the girl someplace while it gets built. Yeah. So the, the reason I did the slab was I also do flood irrigating and I didn't want the the coop itself the uh, the the indoor shelter part to get wet on mm-hmm. the inside so uh, elevating that slab was on a uh, gravel base that's what I did I put the slab on there and I built this about I think it's about uh, eight seven or eight foot by ten foot pretty good size yeah and yeah, uh, and I, and I built it more like, almost like a little house almost. I, I mean, we framed the walls around it, and I hand-stacked a roof. I insulated the walls. I put uh, OSB sheathing around the full inside. It's got a, a, a slider window in it. It's got a full-size uh, door with weather stripping and a doorknob that I can walk through. We cut, a doggy, wow. we cut a doggy door in the side where it goes out into their chain link enclosure, um, and that's chain link around all the perimeter, and we have wire across the top because we had some hawks coming down and snatching them every now and then. And so they've got this little doggy door, and they've trained themselves that, you know, we let them out in the morning, or my wife lets them out in the morning. I, I can't take credit for any of this. She does all the work. And lets them out in the morning, and they go out into their enclosure, and then there's another little hole in the fence that's only big enough for the chicken to go through, and they can go out in our pasture and run anywhere they want to go. And then at night when it gets dark, they come back in, close the doggy door, and inside there we've got a couple of uh, just those rails from like rail fencing. Uh, Those are stacked up kind of on an angle, three of them high, and that uh, seats the 18 girls that we have. uh, I think there's 18, 16 or so. uh, That's where they roost up there. Built a nesting box. It's got four nest bays in it out of some one by 12s and put an angled lid on it so they don't camp out on top of that at night and you can open that up and retrieve the eggs and um, it works really well and like I say it's insulated the doors insulated I got a window I can open for ventilation there's another door that goes actually into the barn where uh, we can come and go through either way and I got a ceiling fan in there with a light kit on it so we can have the fan running up there and stir up the air and keep them cool in the heat of summer. And um, I thought, Wow, yours is, you could almost live in it. Yeah, and, and, and I figured that's, you know, someday if we ever don't have chickens and I need another office, maybe I can clean that out. <laughs> I, I did take okay. some criticism from uh, somebody that was on that tour de coupe. They said they didn't like the idea of having that concrete uh, floor in this coupe. And so the other thing that uh, is done in there is um, she puts down uh, pine shavings all over the floor. And then, you know, they're pooping all over the place. And uh, we just scoop all that up, you know, once in a while. And that goes out in the, in the garden or out as fertilizer out in the pastures and you start over. But we've never seen any of the evidence that some people have said, you know, that that's hard on their feet. Um, I, I don't see that. As long as you- 
to, yeah, as long as you have the bedding down, I think right. that was, is fine. And it works good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's kind of a luxurious little coop for them. And on the outside, I put, yeah, I put a, uh, a corrugated metal roof on it and it's all cocked and sealed up so we don't get a lot of other critters. The little birds have found it, those little tiny uh, not sparrows, oh, yeah. whatever they are. They've they figured out how to fly in through the doggy door and access the food that's inside. But uh, that that's okay. We'll okay. share with them. Okay. Well, well, thank you. That's a little fancier than I might go, but um, I do like. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate your time. The only thing that I'd, I'd caution you on is, however big you think you're going to build it, make it a little bit bigger. Because the the biggest complaint I hear from other enthusiasts on chickens is they say, I wish I would have built that that little house a little bit bigger. You know, it's either too short that I can't stand up in it or it's not big enough. And uh, so I'd say build it bigger because usually going a little bit bigger doesn't cost as much more than what you think. Yeah, I think the one I have right now is like it might be 10 by 12 or it, it's pretty big and I can stand up in it easily. And, there you go. Good. Um, Good. So it's, yeah, I'll probably stick something real close to that. Now, you say you've already got this structure. If it's just an issue of the floor, could you just frame around the outside of it and and, uh, just place a bunch of concrete inside it just to get a new floor? That would take care of your your digging issue. Yeah, possibly. The the outside wood is pretty, they put up um, like plywood and it's, you know, after years and it, they hadn't, nobody had treated it. Yeah. It's just starting, like, it's falling apart. So I'm going to have somebody come, one of my neighbors, come and take a look at the the structure itself. Yeah. And see if I can just use the, and, you know, the, the frame that's there. But I, I've got to get rid of the outside and... Um, or skin it back you know, over with something else. And you can always just say, it's just a chicken coop. Right. So I could make, that's a good idea, just throw up new um, boards on the outside of it, because it is just a chicken coop. It adds a little more you insulation, know. and it's already there. You can just cut new sheathing and, oh, and go over the top of it. That's way and, easier. Yeah, yeah. That's way easier. I think yeah. that's the answer. There you go. Because I don't, yeah. And All that right. way, everybody gets to sleep in their house. Thank you, yeah, sir. You bet, Dee Dee. Thanks for the call. That was fun. We'll be back. Your call could be next, 208. 208- 336-3700. I'm Joe Prim. This is Home Fix. News, talk, sports, weather, traffic, and more. and more. The one place to get it all. News Talk 670 KBOI. Mortgage interest rates are very, very low right now. You've heard some of the numbers. It's just amazing. You may be in the perfect position right now, not only to reduce your interest rate, but you may be able to refinance and reduce your payment or pay off your house sooner, saving you thousands of dollars. Terry Hefner and the Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage will work hard for you to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decision you can. Terry's a native Idahoan and has been assisting clients for 30 years. The Hefner Group also helps first-time home buyers achieve their dreams of home ownership. There's a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner and his team of professionals help you with your mortgage. Give them a call at 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner, NMLS number 95796, company number 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. When it's getting cold outside, bugs and rodents start looking for a new place to live. They want to have babies. Everybody likes babies, right? And as far as the pandemic goes, 
These critters know nothing about social distancing. Your home is their home. Unless you call Pestcom and have some fall and winter pest control treatments done to convince these potential winter guests to move on to somewhere else. Get ahead of this. Pestcom is who you want to control bugs, spiders, and mice, and other creepy little things from setting up their nurseries in your walls, crawl space, and attics this winter. Call Pestcom now and have them design a control program for your house and your budget. Mention that you listen to Home Fix and your first treatment is half price. 208 205-5636. That's 208-495-5636 for Pestcom. Or learn more at Pestcom.com. 208-495-5636. When you're ready to talk to someone about buying or selling a home, know that if you make a call to Matt Bauscher, you'll be treated with the respect and professionalism with all of your concerns and goals in mind. You've heard Matt here on the Home Fix Show with me. You've heard callers that have become his clients. You've also heard that he's been able to take care of people when others have failed or lost interest. Matt is good at what he does, and when it's your turn, you want the best. Choose Matt Bauscher as your realtor, and you'll be making the right choice. Visit BauscherRealEstate.com or call Matt at 208-631-3870. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to the race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, or your choice of radio shows, or sexual orientation, or any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. It's really nice outside now, so run with us and save $300 on select X300 series lawn tractors at your local John Deere dealer, Campbell Tractor, during deer season. Plus, enjoy low-rate financing and free delivery when purchased online. Productivity and versatility are key to how we run. That's why the Select Series lawn tractors are engineered to till and mulch and haul and bag and plow and fertilize and seed and sweep and, of course, mow. So what are you waiting for? Our deer season sales event won't last forever. Contact your dealer today and find out why nothing runs like a deer. Some conditions apply. Offer ends May 3rd, 2021. See johndeere.com slash lawn tractors or contact Campbell Tractor at 2014 North Franklin Boulevard in Nampa. Stores also in Homedale, Fruitland, Glens Ferry, Wendell, Ontario, and Burns. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670 KBOI. I don't think we're supposed to get the uh, rain like we did yesterday on this first day of spring, but this time of year brings a lot of organizing and cleaning thoughts to people's minds, getting the last little bit of things put away from winter and uh, as we head into spring, all those rainy day projects. uh, Maybe you got them all done yesterday. I don't know. Maybe you uh, decided to clean out a closet and get a bunch of clothes ready for donation or you took those junk drawers out of the kitchen or out of your desk in the office or something and just dump it all out and go through it and find that uh, probably half of that you can just scrape into the can somewhere. Um, You may be starting to prep a bunch of things that you found around your home over the winter for an upcoming yard sale. Those, a lot of those got postponed last year. So people are sitting on a lot of 
yard sale inventory, um, I sent out a note to our neighborhood um, group that we have, just a Facebook group for our, our neighborhood. We don't have like a homeowners association. Oh, by the way, oh, you talk about stirring stuff up. Man, did I get the emails and the stuff. Oh, I'm so glad you talked about that. But what I got to ask you about, I couldn't talk about it on the radio because people will know who I am. <laughs> so that was uh, definitely a hot button for a lot of people. But anyway, in our neighborhood this next weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're going to do a thing just in our neighborhood called, uh, I, I just came up with the name Free Day Friday. Free Day Friday. Um, we all have those things and maybe you don't want to go to all the effort of having a yard sale or something or maybe something you don't know where or how or what to donate, or you just don't want to do that. Uh, free day Friday, we're doing that in our neighborhood where we can just take anything that we want to get rid of and just put it out there at the end of the end of the driveway. You know, I, some people told me they're going to have, you know, a real nice couch uh, out there just for the, the day. And other people talked about patio furniture and I've got a bunch of lumber and trim and some different things and parts and pieces of this and that and the other. And, um, just put it all out at the end of your driveway and all the neighbors can kind of cruise through on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. And if somebody wants to take something, they can just take it. I got some books I'm going to put out, a few old movies, different things. And uh, a bunch of the neighbors are going to be doing it too. It's going to be kind of fun. And anybody else that has to be cruising through, whether it's an Amazon driver or somebody working on somebody's house, if, if they want to take it, let them take it. It's, it's going to be free day Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that's just kind of a way to do it because I mean it's either that or you sit out there all weekend and you think oh wow we got $40 at our yard sale woohoo I want two days of my life just give it away just give it away hey we'll be back with more of the Home Fix show after the news break thanks for being with us this morning I'm Joe Prin. you've been listening to 670 KBOI if you'd like you can send an email to me right now to joe at joeprin.com and I'll try to Discuss that when we come back right after the news. We can all use a little brightness in our lives right now, and painting your house might just be the ticket. Okay, perhaps a little bit of a stretch there, but at The Painting Pro, they do know that a new color or a nice freshening up of your exterior does go a long way to improving the attitude of your home. Brian and his team of skilled painters have been pleasing customers and doing quality work for decades. They do a great job of painting corners, not cutting them. Proper preparation, accurate application, and complete cleanup have earned the Painting Pro repeat business for a very long time. Is this the year you get your house painted? Trust the team that so many others have. Call the Painting Pro now for color consultation and a quote. 208-378-4825 or visit paintingpro.net to learn more about the best paint job your home could hope to have. 208 208- 378-4825 or paintingpro.net Having fresh filters in your furnace or air conditioner not only makes your house easier to keep clean, but it makes your indoor air better to breathe. And clean filters can reduce the chance of unexpected breakdowns and expensive emergency repairs. It's been proven over and over that many costly service calls could have been avoided if the filters would have been changed regularly. The Filter Girls Filter Factory Outlet has a way to help you out with this. They offer a delivery service that will bring your filters right to your door. Change them out when you get them and you'll always be caught up. 
Or if you'd like to pick up the filters yourself, visit their new store at 1500 North Locust Grove in Meridian. With so much to remember in life, isn't it nice that the Filter Girls Filter Factory Outlet will take care of your filters? Call 208-658-1146 to arrange for a delivery. Or visit the store at 1500 North Locust Grove near Fairview and Locust Grove in Meridian. 208-658-1146. 208-658-1146. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Let me see if I can help you out. My number here in the studio is 208-336-3700. 208 336-3700, and we can talk. You could also send an email to joe at joeprin.com, P-R-I-N, joe at joeprin.com. I'll get those emails and uh, can respond to you that way also. Uh, if you ever miss any parts of our show or a show entirely and you want to go back and get caught up or hear it again or pass it on to someone you think would benefit from hearing which topic we talked about or something, uh, podcasts are available at kboi.com. Just click on the podcast menu and drop down to the Home Fix Show, and uh, there we are. Um, We are also working on getting podcasts posted, uh, older ones, getting those posted onto joeprin.com, my website. You can get those there also, uh, as well as the trusted resource list. Uh, Two of the, no, three of the, questions that I got during the week. Uh, you know, who do I call for this? Who do I call for that? I looked on your list. I didn't find them and they were there, but um, I need to figure out how to index that list a little bit better because I've put it by the name of the person or the company. And uh, it is not by the trade or task or service that they provide. I may have to flip that a little bit because people are looking for like, um, you know, a roofer, roofing or something, but they don't always see CF construction, then read across that it says roofing. So I may work on that a little bit for you, but all that's available at joeprin.com podcasts of the show, as well as um, our list of people that I trust. And maybe you should also uh, let's go right to our phone lines and talk to Matt in Boise. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling. Listen, I just closed. Oh, yeah, you bet. I just closed on a house yesterday, and the driveway has got some uh, some marks in it, like it's almost been etched by something spilled on it. They're not deep, but it's definitely a color contrast, like swirling run liquid run marks. I'm trying to figure out what to do about it. I'm thinking about re-etching it, sealing it, but I don't know what's best. Is it a rusty color stain, or is it just uh, just like concrete that's not dirty it's dark and light and it's definitely like fluid has been almost like washed out of the garage or something and run down the whole pad and you can see just these Ah. it almost looks yeah like liquids run over it and and not stained it but almost bleached it in spots yeah very very possible it could be did uh was the garage cleaned out or was the floor in there painted recently or anything like that where somebody may have done exactly as you say? That was my first thought, but no, in fact, uh, I'm, I'm cleaning up some oil spots in the garage so I can, uh, so I can epoxy it, etch it and epoxy it, but yeah. I, I'd like the driveway to look nice and Yeah, that's uniform. interesting. Uh, something, something definitely there. I'm almost wondering if, uh, 
what you're uh, is what you're seeing the absence of dirt or stain elsewhere well i i think i'm i'm loading up a pressure washer as we speak i'm gonna go out and pressure wash it and see but i don't think it looks like it's definitely definitely con or uh just just different colors from from some chemical that's been on it i don't know what okay. i'm thinking maybe salt from the winter time that that could be it could have been uh one of the ice melting type things but uh you would have had to track a lot of that up there with your vehicle for that to to do that uh it that brine dissipates far and wide pretty easily if it's wet so i don't know that that would cause that streaking like you have um I had this happen once. Somebody had a driveway. It was more on like the north side of their house, and it was covered with just kind of a layer of, you know, air pollutants and dirt and a little bit of, you know, uh, organic, uh, maybe not necessarily mildews and stuff, but things that kind of turned it a little gray and black. And they rinsed off something off the driveway, and it made this one spot beautifully clean. I mean, it just took it all off. And so they're trying to figure it out. Now, how do I duplicate that on the rest of the driveway? The so it it may do that. I, I the only thing I'd say with your pressure washer is be careful that you don't uh, actually remove some of that finished layer of the uh, the concrete aggregate and mm-hmm. and gouge into it where you're pulling off you know little particles of the sand and uh, the, you know the cement mix that's in there because uh, that's that's not the ultimate thing. There there are several good driveway cleaners and you might try one of those before pressure washing uh if you go to the automotive stores there's one that's made by i think it's castrol it's uh in a purple jug and it's a degreaser cleaner that you use like inside your garage if you know you've spilled oil and everything and you want to clean it up it works great for barbecue grease on a deck and everything it's uh fairly i guess environmentally safe and biodegradable i I think you just got to flush it with a lot of water, though, and um, and try to uh, not run all this stuff right down your gutter and into the storm drain. Just, you know, minimal amount and rinse it off over to the sides if you can. Um, but you might try something like that first before you get that pressure washer out because that's a okay. that pressure washer can be a, a kind of a death spiral of unending pain because all of a sudden you get back and you you step back and you look at it when it dries and like, Oh, it needs a little more over here. And then you do that. And well, it needs a little more over here. Cause it, it's hard to keep a even effort without creating just a whole bunch of almost like brush strokes from a pressure washer. Well, that's almost what it even looks like now. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Now that but, could be somebody may have, yeah. Pressure wash that. Yeah. Well, you know, you're right. You're right. A real Some, solution, huh? Somebody may have laid something out there on that uh, that driveway and then pressure washed it. Um, very good point. Yeah, I'd I'd try maybe one of those cleaners first and just just see what happens. See what happens. Um, but this if was not, like a brush like a big broom. Yeah, exactly. You just kind of pour this stuff out. Uh, read some of the bottles. You dilute it. Some of them you don't. You just let it sit there and do it. And just with a bristle broom, you just kind of scrub it back and forth and let it foam up and sit and, you know, keep it there. And then you just rinse it off and see what it looks like when it's done. But it, uh, it, it takes off a lot of stuff without really hurting the concrete a whole bunch. Got it. Okay. I'll give it a go. All right, Matt, Matt, thanks for the call. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's uh, hit the break button. If we can tar and we come back, we'll look for some more phone calls and I've got plenty of things to talk about, but uh, you're always so much more interesting than I am. So uh, get your calls in at 208 
336-3700-208-336-3700. We will be right back with more Home Fix on 670-KBOI. When you need news and information, there's only one place to be. 670-KBOI. I truly hope your roof is in great shape for this winter. That is probably one of the last projects you want to take on when you have to, rather than when you want to. But if now is the time and you need a roofing contractor to take care of you, call Hutar and I did for our roofs, CF Construction. Craig and his team are expert roofers and job managers and will work with you to get your roof back into shape, protecting everyone and everything under it. Their teams work fast and efficiently, yet pay attention to the details. If you think you've had wind damage this year, ask Craig about this as he works with all the insurance companies and can provide you with an inspection and a quotation. CF Construction is a hard-working roofing company that wants to earn your satisfaction through the great work and prompt manner in which they get things done. Call CF Construction at 921-1445. That's 921-1445. The need for a quality home inspection before buying a home has never been greater. Limited access to homes and the crazy fast turnover requires a quick, professional response without sacrificing quality. Brandy Funk Home Inspections is trusted by our Valley's top-level realtors, and you should too. Put Brandy to work for you. Visit HomeInspectorBoise.com or call 208-914-5793 for Randy Funk Home Inspections. Know what you are buying and let Randy's years of experience find the things that matter to you and the future of your home. If you're building a new home, Randy offers phased inspections along the way to ensure things are done right. If you're selling a home, find out from Randy what, if anything, needs to be addressed before going on the market. Visit HomeInspectorBoise.com or call 208-914-5793 for Randy Funk Home Inspections. HomeInspector.com or 208 208- 914-5793. For professional and efficient storage solutions, Storage Evolution is the answer. Renting storage space is not only expensive, it's not very convenient. And perhaps with a little creativity mixed with the versatile and well-designed products from Storage Evolution, you just might be able to turn that garage into a new play area or an exercise studio or maybe, just maybe, a place to park your cars. <gasps> Imagine that. Uh, you need your things. Lawn and garden tools, toys, sporting equipment, or that extra set of tires. Storage Evolution has a way to get it organized, safe, and secure. Storage Evolution will design a system to fit your stuff and your budget. Installation is fast with built-in cabinets or infinitely adjustable monkey bars. Don't forget your pantry, closet, mudroom, or laundry room because Storage Evolution is an organized living dealer and can help there, too. Call Storage Evolution at 208-515-3575 or visit garagesolutionsboise.com. There is the Zero Res way to clean carpets, and then there's the way that most others do it. Zero Res uses powered water, which does a better job breaking down dirt and grime to get carpets cleaner, all while not leaving behind a crunchy, sticky residue like detergent cleaners do. This means your carpets not only get cleaner, but they stay cleaner longer. 
Zero Res Cleans Upholstery, Outdoor Patio Furniture, Tile Floors, Wood Floors, and more. They remove pet and food stains and can restore damaged areas. Zero Res also cleans area rugs and stair runners, and Zero Res is a certified master rug cleaner, having been trained to clean the most delicate of antique rugs and textiles. For professional service, respect of your home and your schedule, book your next appointment online at ZeroResBoise.com or call 208-383-1000. That's 208-383-1000 for ZeroRes. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670 KBOI. Hey, welcome back on this Saturday morning. I hope you're going to have a wonderful weekend. Celebrate the first day of spring by getting out and maybe running your fingers through some dirt or cleaning up some flower beds or perhaps uh, sweeping out the garage for the first time since last fall. And I don't know, just see if you make a little forward progress. If you have the supplies and the tools on hand, uh, this might be the time to check out and go over all of your outdoor patio furniture. If any of it has natural wood to it, you might want to touch it up and get some finish on that now. And so it's all nice and cured and good to go and you are ready. Clean things up. Uh, see if any of the upholstery needs to be repaired or touched up. Maybe a little spray paint on any rusty metal legs or anything like that. Uh, it could be a great weekend to start looking forward to enjoying lunches or dinners outside on your back porch or something. And now maybe a, a good weekend to knock some of that off of the to-do list. Let's go to Fruitland and talk with Billy, who has a suggestion for our previous caller. Good morning, Billy. Say, good morning, Joe. Thank you. How are you this morning? Doing well. Thanks for calling in. Hey, it's a little windy over here, but nothing bad enough to where I'm going to complain about it. Say, I was, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was uh, kind of wanting to follow up with the gentleman that had the concrete problem. First, uh, what I would suggest, and see if you agree, interject whenever you'd like. First thing I'd do is get some, and I know you can't say some brand names. I get it, but I can't. Yeah, we Simple can say green. anything we want. <laughs> All right. Well, as long as it's cordial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay. Well, uh, I'd use some simple green, strong, and brush it around, let it set a little while, then rinse it off, simple green. It gets rid of all the petroleum-based uh, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, that is kind of a miracle cleaner. That That really works good. Yeah, it does, and it, along with your purple bottle stuff, uh, simple, I don't know whatever they call it, but I have I've had best luck with the simple green. Good. Now yeah. that you know that gets the petroleum off, then you can look and kind of see what you got. I've also used and uh, agree or disagree, but I, I've used muriatic acid. Yes. And you know, it sounds like the guy's got either a battery acid stain. Mm. Which, which brought up the aggregate colors. And most generally, when you stain concrete with an acid, a, a specific uh, pH acid, it will turn it the orange or the color of the sand, you yeah, know, that's yeah. in the aggregate. Yeah. And it, it breaks down the chemical bond that the cement chemistry puts in the 
concrete. When you have cement, that's the powder. Right. Concrete's the finished product. Right. But it sounds like you've got a pretty deep stain in it. But the the only other alternative there is uh, I've heard them advertise with you, or I think you do it, and I've seen it on local channels. There's some guys in town that do that uh, garage floor application. Or oh, yeah, yeah. If, you know, like if he wanted to put a cool textured apron right in front of his garage door with a uh, a, a grip-type surface, you know, something that would adhere to it, uh, such as a garage floor would have. Sure, sure. That a lot of the custom rotters have and so forth in their garage floors. You know, you touched me off on one other one, too. I remember, boy, this was five or six years ago. Um, a lady called in and said she had these four uh, big stains out on her driveway. It was these these four points all evenly spaced and everything. And uh, it huh. looked like, you know, something came off of her car tires or something. And uh, she was describing oh, yeah. this. And I said, do you have any grandsons or any any daughters that like to wash their cars on their driveway and she said yeah my my grandson was over here and he he washed his car and everything i said he also probably detailed his tires with some of that wesley's bleach white stuff and when you wash that off your tires it will just absolutely (laughs) clean that concrete in that one little spot (laughs) oh yeah and you want to be wearing rubber gloves because stuff will burn you oh yeah yeah and that there's some of that in that purple stuff it kind of smells the same way you open that up and it it gets up in your nose and can uh, burn out the nose hairs if you're not careful so yeah Uh, i like your idea i like the idea that uh that simple green good good uh good call thank you just an just question real quick did you happen to find an old granary anywhere i'm the one that was emailing oh yeah no i haven't and i haven't uh taken your suggestion yet either of uh maybe running some want ads in some of the local you know farm places and and uh and you know newspapers and stuff i need to do that because uh yeah that's still on the top of my mind i I, I need like a, a 14 or a 16 footer i did have a couple people contact me but they had like 24 footers and that was uh, a lot bigger than what I need. <laughs> I just need a little small one. And you know what's happening, Joe, as we get older, what's happening is some of the, the older generation farmers are phasing out. Either it's passed down through to their younger uh, uh, family members, and they're removing some of that older, neat stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got to kind of ring their bell because sometimes they'll just junk it or take it over to TVM and scrap it. You well, know? yeah, and that's exactly what I'm about ready to do because I went down uh, uh, through one of the back roads behind Star uh, with my wife. She was going to one of these dog trials, and uh, I'm, I'm looking out here in these fields, and there's one, and there's one, and there's one, and there's yeah. one. And these are all fields that are going to have neighborhoods in them pretty quick and i'm about ready to just go knock on some doors and say do you want do you want that gone i'll i'll buy that from you <laughs> because yeah, i can exactly. just see that i can just see the front end loader just flattening them and taking uh-huh. them out for scrap and i don't want i, I want one <laughs> i'll take yeah, it i'll you take want it apart a cool old original one that yeah. then you can decorate and modulate or however yep well thanks buddy hey have a nice spring day and all uh, right you too billy thank enjoy. you for the call Enjoy your show. All right. Thanks for being there for us. I appreciate that. Let's go to Boise and uh, talk with Gretchen. Good morning, Gretchen. Hi, Joe. This is Gretchen. And I was just wondering if you can recommend some structural engineers for me. Hmm. 
Hmm. We have a house that has a steel beam that holds up one side of our house. And um, we have been told that uh, it probably needs to be checked. Um, Okay, tell me more about that. Tell me more. What's going on that you have some concerns? Um, We just have had some people tell us that it needs to be structurally um, checked. And it holds up one side of our house. So it, okay. So they recommended that we get a structural engineer to come in and check it. Okay, I, I get that. What are are you seeing anything that you know has you uh, concerned? Like, are you seeing a, a crack somewhere or? No, no, no. We have just been told by people that have have looked at it and said that they thought we needed to have it checked. Okay. Well, I'll try to help you out with that, but it's just, this just seems odd. It, it, it's like, um, I don't know, it's almost like somebody's creating some fear with you when you don't see anything bad going on. It's, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. No, they're not doing that. They just said that it just looks to them like that we need to have a structural engineer make sure that that's going to hold up the side of our house. Okay, so, so and how long has this been there? Oh, our house is. I mean, has has this, did they did this beam just go up recently oh, as part no, of? Oh no 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 no. Uh-uh. No, this house is an older home. Okay, Gretchen, we're up do, in do, the you, Highlands. do you do you see why I'm concerned about this? Why why now? I mean, why why do we think this is not working now? But uh, okay, you know, if you did, there's there's several different um, uh, engineering companies. In Boise, uh, you know, if you just run a, I don't have any one specific one that I think is any better or worse than the other. Um, okay. Do you ever do any searches just on Google? No, I haven't. Okay, so you know, I just, I, I, I just I did thought a quick, maybe that you'd be a good one. To yeah, and, right. And there's been so much uh, turnover in 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 this business over the last few years that I and and I was used to working with like one particular individual and uh, you know the guys that I knew they've either moved on or done something else there's there's a couple of them there's McClendon engineering structural engineering consultants GLR engineers um, you know and and all those phone numbers are available online if, if you can go on onto the internet and uh, just through your browser just just type in structural engineer Boise and okay. that way we'll get one that's, you know, close to you here. And okay. up will come some suggestions, and you can see some reviews there. You know, everybody's got four or five gold stars and stuff, but I don't really trust those a whole lot. And then what you'll okay. have to do is you'll just have to call one of these and tell them kind of what's going on. You you need them to render an opinion. And and I think I – and this is where I wanted to get to with this. I think what you need to do is is have that conversation with them and just say – I'd like you to come out and look at something and see if this is suitable for the long term. Uh, somebody else had looked at this and said that they were they were concerned about it. And they may come out and say, no, this is perfectly fine, or it's overbuilt, or this is going to last 200 years, or, or yeah, I do see something here that I don't like. And, uh, and they'd be able to, to do that for you. Um, I, I'm glad you actually got that down to the point of saying a structural engineer because that's different than like an architect or 
uh, no, you know, no. so, somebody that draws plans. So you're, you're heading down the right path. Um, you're probably going to spend for an analysis like this and a little bit of engineering and consultation time. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to expect 300 to $400. Okay. You know, for somebody to render that opinion. Um, and then what are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that once you get that? Well, I'll have to have it fixed. <laughs> I, I'm but, we, but we don't I mean, know if anything's broke is, is the problem yeah, here. Yeah, that's right. I don't know that, you know, if, it's, if we're going to fall off the hill or not. So when was this house built? Norm, when was our house built? 1978. 1978. So it was engineered and designed and built and passed all the codes at that time and everything. And you're not seeing anything odd. You're not seeing anything lean over to the side or you're not constantly getting a crack over this doorway. Or if you put a marble on your floor, it doesn't go rolling over to the other side of the room. Um, all the doors are fitting, right? Uh, there's no yeah. roof leaks developing because it's tearing itself apart. Um, no. Okay. No. You know, if you want to hire a structural engineer, fine. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying it's, it, it's, it just seems odd that somebody's bringing this up to you that has you concerned like this if, if you're not observing anything that's wrong. And I'm, I'm sure you trust their opinion. I just maybe want you to investigate with them. Why are you saying this? What what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Tell me well, why you think I need to do this. Um, yeah, we just just have a friend who said that they thought we should have that checked. Well, tell them they need to go have a colonoscopy. They need to have that checked too. Just because you think so. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's it's why are they qualified to say that? Is the only thing I I I don't know. It just bothers me that somebody's scaring you somebody has got you concerned and, <laughs> and i don't know why but uh you know okay that's fine and and if you're not going to rest easy until that happens then then let's get it done then it's worth it it is uh-huh. definitely worth it um i would expect to probably if you got onto one of these guys schedules um i would expect probably several weeks before they'd be able to respond to you this is a an incredibly busy trade right now like anything in the construction world uh-huh. So you're going to have to be patient uh, to get them out to your home, and it may require some follow-up and a, and a couple of uh, phone calls. But um, there are uh, wonderful engineers here in our valley that can help you out with this, and uh, you may just have to you know, get, uh, get a list and uh, start going down to see who can, re- who can respond to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think that just to come out and look at it would be about $300? Three or $400 at least, yeah. You've got to, yeah. Yes, I, I do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. w- what would you expect that to be? Oh, I didn't know. I had no idea. Right, and right. Like I said, this person just said, Gretchen, I think that you need to have your one stilt on the one side of your house looked at. Okay, now you're giving me some more information. Uh-huh. And hey. I don't even know why, why they thought that. Okay, um, all right. That, the plot thickens, Gretchen. <laughs> Um, uh, when you say a stilt, I'm thinking of a post of some yeah, kind. She's a gal who, um, buys houses and fixes houses. Okay. Up and- all right. All right. Now the plot thickens. All right. I'm, 
I'm seeing a post now. You you use the word a beam. A beam yeah, well, is much different yeah. than a post. And if there is a post that is well, I, eroding on, on your hillside, if you're in the highlands like you talk about, and there's a post that is either separating from the beam or the bracket that attaches it, or it's leaning a little bit, or it's eroding at the bottom, yes, we have something to be concerned about right now, and you need to make that call. Okay, so that that was a new piece of information. Um, so she obviously saw something that she didn't like about that post and wanted to have that checked out. So yes, let's do this now. That You, you just told me more that was very important there, so thank you. Good. Yep. Okay. okay. All right, Gretchen. Let me know how it turns out after you uh, you get somebody there. Call us back and say, hey, I'm glad that we did this. He said there's not a problem in the world. Or, yes, we had something that we will have to address right now. So, uh, yeah, good to know. Thank you, Gretchen. Al and Boise, stay on the line. We'll be back to you right after these messages from the people that bring to you this show each and every Saturday morning. You can thank them or... Maybe something else (laughs) next time you talk to him about this. But, uh, yeah, thanks, guys, for uh, making the show possible. I'm Joe Prin. This is Home Fix on 670 KBOI. The news when you need it, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And when it breaks breaks. on 670 KBOI. When you're ready to talk to someone about buying or selling a home, know that if you make a call to Matt Bauscher, you'll be treated with the respect and professionalism with all of your concerns and goals in mind. You've heard Matt here on the Home Fix Show with me. You've heard callers that have become his clients. You've also heard that he's been able to take care of people when others have failed or lost interest. Matt is good at what he does. And when it's your turn, you want the best. Choose Matt Bauscher as your realtor, and you'll be making the right choice. Visit BauscherRealEstate.com or call Matt at 208-631-3870. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to the race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, or your choice of radio shows, or sexual orientation, or any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Next time we build a house, we are getting a central vacuum system. Have you said that? Well, why wait? Coltrane Central Vac are experts in installing powerful and convenient central vac systems in existing homes. And the quick convenience of a retractable hose that stores out of sight and out of the way, and automatic dustpans that allow you to just sweep into a baseboard port in between full cleanings. Don't wait any longer. Most installations can be done start to finish in one day. Call Coltrane Central Vac and schedule an appointment for a quote or submit your request online. After that, a technician from Coltrane Central Vac will visit your home to discuss your specific needs and will give you a firm and accurate quote right then and there. If you would like to preview your choices, visit the Coltrane Central Vac showroom at 11580 West Fairview in Boise. Here you can test drive all the different systems and accessories. For questions or an in-home estimate, call 208-895-8900 for Culture and Central Vacuums. Your dryer is probably working overtime right now, so this is a great time to make sure the vent is clean and clear and ready for whatever comes its way. The Dryer Vent Wizard does dryer vent cleaning to a level that will impress even you. 
It's more than just the vent. It's making sure the dryer is in proper condition and clean, not only to dry your clothes, but to make sure your home is safe from fire. It's true. Improperly vented dryers and plugged vent lines account for over 15,000 house fires a year. And also, a restricted dryer vent can cause your dryer to work much harder, which costs you more on your utility bill, and you can damage expensive parts of your dryer. Well, call Mike at the Dryer Vent Wizard and let him take care of this for you. Call the Dryer Vent Wizard. They might even find those missing socks. 208-340-1070. That's 208-340-1070 for Dryer Vent Wizard. Online at idadryerguy.com. The best detailed cars come rolling out of Auto Detail Plus. George is having a great time and appreciates all of you who listen to this show and have brought your cars to him. George is offering to you, the Home Fix listener, and only to you, a very special deal. His full auto detail cleaning package, which is well over $250 worth of work, to you for just $150. And if you'd like to add on some other services, like a cut and buff of your exterior paint finish so it looks showroom fresh again, or any of the other services he offers, just ask George and he will quote you a special price. Tell George that you listened to the Home Fix Show and heard about this special on today's show when you call. It's been tough on all of us lately and you and your car deserve a little pampering. Call George to make an appointment at Auto Detail Plus. 208-936-0953. Auto Detail Plus at 208-936-0953. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670-KBOI. I was watching something the other night on Nova. It was uh, one of the ones I recorded and just have them there in case I ever want to watch something. And uh, they were talking about cement and how that is actually manufactured and how much of it is actually manufactured that goes into concrete um, around the world. And it was just absolutely a a shockingly, amazingly huge uh, industry. And I, and I always think, who, who figured that out for the first time? Who, who, who came up with that? And uh, they talked a little bit about the history, but it was, it was interesting to see that. And uh, that's what our next call is about. Let's go to Al in Boise. Good morning, Al. Hey, Joe. How's your morning going? I'm doing good. How are you, buddy? You got a good show going. Hey, I've got a question, Joe, <laughs> you. and you're just the man to talk to. I got a grandson, number one, is building a brand new house, hmm. and I'm trying to talk him into getting the floor colored. We had one in one of our fire stations that was a beautiful floor, and it stayed good for years and years. Yeah. And I'm trying to talk him into it. Do you have any idea what that costs, or what's the best way to do it? To powder it, or to add that? color in the concrete or what do you think of it well i've always been told it's a combination of both um when uh, jeff at solid earth used to do this for me on on jobs he never liked just doing the the powder tint because he always felt that that was only on that top surface and no matter how you sealed it it was going to deteriorate a little bit over time so what he would do is he would uh you know have the the concrete pre-tinted um, you know, in the in the mixer or in the truck or whatever, he would uh, specify that he wanted that tinted to begin with, 
And then as he was finishing it out, he would throw on some other tints onto the surface and trowel that in to kind of give it a little bit of a, you know, a varied kind of veiny kind of look to it. And uh, it seemed to hold up, you know, extremely well. And as far as cost, Al, it's nothing. It is, it is so little. I mean, just the, the smallest little, you know, number 10 paper bag lunch sack, you know, with, with five pounds of this tint goes a long, long way. It is, it is not expensive to do that. Um, and, that's, and I think it looks, I yeah, I think it looks great. So yeah, I'd, I'd talk to whoever's going to be placing that concrete and tell them to, uh, tint it to begin with, and you'll have some color choice. You'll have to pick a little bit and then, you know, have a couple other tints ready to go with, uh, whoever's placing it and tell them to, you know, get a little creative with that and make it look nice. And then after it's done, of course, it's got to be cured right and then seal it out and, uh, pinch that in there in between the sealer and, and everything. And I, I think you'll have something of a beauty for a very, very long time. Yeah. I love fire station. We had, it was beautiful. But the, the one question when you were talking earlier to a customer, Joe was, was, uh, he's, and you were talking about putting bleach white on your tires in your driveway, which mine is all stained up from that. So yeah. <laughs> how is that going to react? Well, How's that going to react? Pro- probably not very good. <laughs> pro- probably not very good. So, uh, um, I think that's going to be uh, up to the the quality of the sealer that is applied to it. I know when uh, uh, I had the guys come out and uh, did my mudroom, they did that where they uh, prepped all the concrete and put down the primer, put down the color paint, and then they sprinkled all those little flecks all over it and put a couple layers of, of clear coat over the top of it. And I was really kind of skeptical on how that would hold up, but... Uh, just recently, I was dragging around a couple of refrigerators and freezers over that, and uh, it doesn't scratch it at all. And I think as far as chemicals and stuff, uh, you know, that stuff's just bulletproof. So I think with the right sealer or finish coat on top of this, you're going to be just fine. I uh, When I built my house, of course, that was 20 years ago, Joe, uh, I waited and sealed my floor with a paint, you know, the epoxy the best you could get. Yeah. And that didn't hold up worth a darn. I'm so upset with the way that held up. I thought that would be for life, but it wasn't. Yeah. There's uh, and I was always, you know, really, really skeptical on a lot of those things because I saw exactly like you did. I remember my dad did that when I was a little kid and this was probably back in the, in the late seventies or something. I mean, he scrubbed and he cleaned and he muriatic acid washed and everything, the floor of his garage and, he went out there, and I remember that whole process of mixing the catalyzing agent, you know, with the, the with the paint, and he had to get that on there and two coats and all this. And it wasn't, you know, three or four years later, wherever the cars were, there was, you know, I just pulled the finish right off of it. And, um, you know, he was frustrated by that too. But these things that I see now today, a lot of these companies that are doing this, it, something has changed. I think there's been an evolution in the – uh, the finishes themselves and the application technique in that. And they seem to be holding up very, very well. But I think it's like any paint job. It's the preparation that goes into it is absolutely critical. And the drying temperatures and, you know, stay off of it for, you know, two days or whatever after it's done. I, I, I think that's that's really the key. So I I, I wouldn't let it sour you now because, uh, some of these guys can even come in and strip off that old epoxy and just grind it. They literally grind it off the surface 
and start over. And uh, you're old enough now; it probably would last you a lifetime. <laughs> well, I guess linoleum would last me a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Good to Thanks hear from a lot, you. <laughs> we only harass those we love, right? <laughs> Thanks, Al. Isn't that the truth? Yep. I love you, dear. Thank you, thank you. You bet. Good to hear from you. Hey, we'll be back with more of the Home Fix Show right after this. He's been on the top of the talk heap for over 25 years. Rush Limbaugh, weekdays at 10 on 670-KBOI. Your home is your sanctuary, the one place you can always relax, decompress, and chill out. It's where everything should be perfect, including your air. Heating Equipment Company helps you achieve the perfect air you deserve with reliable, groundbreaking, award-winning Lennox products. Lennox home comfort systems are built to last with the newest technology that keeps your air perfect and helps you feel more relaxed and energized. And Heating Equipment Company is offering up to $1,800 in rebates on a new Lennox system or make no payments for six months when you finance a new Lennox system for as little as $132 a month on systems quoted during the rebate program dates. That's right, we're making it easier than ever to achieve perfect air in your home. To learn more, call Heating Equipment Company at 208-459-2212 today or visit us online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. For great products, big savings, and perfect air, think Heating Equipment Company, your local Lennox dealer. Terms and conditions apply. See dealer for details. The warmth and visual richness of a finely crafted hardwood floor is a very special element of your house. And the choices you have for wood species, widths, and patterns has never been greater. Integrity Hardwood Floors will provide you with the highest quality installation and the best finish in the hardwood floor industry. Your complete and total satisfaction for every board they install. Every square foot of floor they finish or refinish is all that is acceptable to them. A beautiful hardwood floor is a complete process. And if you invite Carl from Integrity Hardwood Floors to your home, you'll understand every step of the way. Integrity Hardwood Floors is a Bona certified craftsman contractor and are experts with all Bona finishing and cleaning products. Schedule a visit virtually or in person with Carl at Integrity Hardwood Floors. Call 208-724-9445. Online at IntegrityHardwoodFloor.com. 208-724-9445. That's 208-724-9445. Granite and solid surface countertops have taken over the countertop world. Once only for the ultimate in high-end kitchens, popularity of these materials has brought the prices down where quality countertops are within the reach of almost every kitchen budget. Cutting Edge Kitchens would like to help you with your new countertops. Cutting Edge Kitchens fabricators and installers are true professional and craftspeople. They will show you the difference between average and exceptional. Call and schedule your first discussion with Cutting Edge Kitchens, 208 344 Three four zero four. And for those of you already enjoying stone and solid surface countertops, if you ever need help with repairs from a chipped edge, a crack, or a sink that was not mounted properly, even stains and scratches, call for the Stone Medics to come and take care of you. It's the same phone number, 208-344-3404. So for new countertops, call Cutting Edge Kitchens, and any repairs that you may need, call the Stone Medics at 208 344 3404. It's really nice outside now, so run with us and save $300 on select X300 series lawn tractors at your local John Deere dealer, Campbell Tractor, during deer season. Plus, enjoy low-rate financing and free delivery when purchased online. Productivity and versatility are key to how we run. 
That's why the Select Series lawn tractors are engineered to till and mulch and haul and bag and plow and fertilize and seed and sweep and, of course, mow. So what are you waiting for? Our deer season sales event won't last forever. Contact your dealer today and find out why nothing runs like a deer. Some conditions apply. Offer ends May 3rd, 2021. See johndeer.com slash lawn tractors or contact Campbell Tractor at 2014 North Franklin Boulevard in Nampa. Stores also in Homedale, Fruitland, Glens Ferry, Wendell, Ontario, and Burns. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670 KBOI. Hey, welcome back to our show this morning. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, I've always looked at myself as a kind of a, a, a caster guy, wheels and stuff. Um, I like to be able to move things around, like out in my garage or any kind of storage areas. Almost almost everything I have is on wheels of some sort, either furniture dollies that I put larger pieces of plywood to or plywood themselves with, uh, you know, four casters on it, uh, drilled you know and installed an axle with two wheels with maybe handles i, I want to be able to move stuff and not lift it and i found that very beneficial so if you've got stuff you need to scoot around in your garage from time to time and you don't want to lift it or uh, you want to be able to move it sweep underneath it and put it back you might consider some some casters for under there just make sure you get some that are rated for the the weight that you want get some good heavy duty ones because uh, you don't like them falling apart but uh I thought, you know, if they start squeaking, what do you lubricate them with? Castor oil? No. <clears throat> but I'm bummed. That was a long way to get to that one. All right, uh, let's go to Emil. Emil in Caldwell. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Hey, I've got a question. Uh, I, I'm trying to put an exterior door in a um, six-inch wall. Okay. And, you know, if I go to the big box stores, I can find... Uh, the jam size at uh, the four and nine sixteenths. Yeah, that's for a but two I'm by four. Hard time. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I've seen that there's a possibility of using the the smaller jam size in a larger wall, but uh, I'm wondering if you had any experience with that. Whether well, I should just yeah. Let's 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 go over that because I've 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 put that watermelon through that keyhole a few times myself <laughs> where I've had a door and I did this on my house and I really wish I wouldn't have. I had a nice, nice exterior door that I had hung up on a four nine sixteenths exterior frame, you know, with the sill and the sweep and all the weather stripping and everything. And uh, the wall was thicker than that. And so I put jam extenders on the inside of it, on the hinge side of the door and it's created an awkward thing where when I open that door, it will not swing all the way over against the wall because it starts hitting the side of that jam. And I only extended it about one inch. So you're going to run into that. If you don't want the door to open up any more than about 130 degrees instead of being able to go to 180, yeah, you could do that. Um, you don't want to try to extend the jams on the outside because then you're having to take off the brick mold and everything, and the sill on the bottom of that will not extend out far enough. So the 
outside with the brick mold or the trim that you put around it, that's the given. So you'd have to extend it to the inside. Now, the other thing that you can do is if you measure the thickness of your wall and maybe it even, what kind of siding is out there on it? Well, actually, it's going into unfinished space, so it's just uh, it just has some particle board on it. No, no, no. I, okay, okay, on the outside. Well, uh, yes. Okay. All right. So one of the possibilities, you know, include that thickness along with your two by sixes. So if you measure the full thickness of the wall as it is now. Um, on the inside, are you going to finish it out by adding any sheetrock or anything? Yeah, inside is a sheetrock finish. Okay. So it's the inside that's important, and it's a door that you know I'm probably going to use maybe two times a year. Okay. Well, it's, uh, yeah, but so if if you've got two by sixes, so you've got a five and a half inch stud, right? And then you've correct. got uh, the half inch of drywall or five eighths on the inside, and then you've got the the outside uh, that particle board that you mentioned. So what what have you got as a total thickness? Like six and five eighths? I haven't cut the hole in the wall yet to okay. find out, but so, I'm, I'm thinking you know six and nine sixteenths should do it, yeah. and that's okay. the normal size of a of the jam size of a pre hung door. Yeah. So if you call up uh, Franklin Building Supply and get a hold of their door shop, and just tell them that you want you know this kind of a door hung on six and nine sixteenths jams. You know, with brick mold, sill sweep, weather stripping, uh, board for a deadbolt or not, no deadbolt or whatever, um, they'll make you one that'll fit right in there to once you slide that in, you know, plumb it all up, shim it, attach it, and then all you got to do is run some interior trim, and it, it fits and looks like a door should. It's not, it's not going to be cheap. <laughs> it's not going to be the $219 door that you buy down at the box store. Yeah. You're probably looking at a $400 door. Well, yeah, that'd still be worth it. I, I, yes. Actually, when I when I tried to find some online, they're more than that. But uh, Yeah, so I, I would call the Franklin Door Shop and see what, uh, what they can supply for you, but they can build jams to any thickness that you want. Okay. I had to get a door once with a 12 and three-quarter inch thick jam on it, and they built it for me, and it worked out just fine. Well, good. All yeah. right. I'll try them. Okay, Emil, thank you. Thanks for the call. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Bye-bye. Well, that does it for this hour of the show. Good news is we have another hour coming up and time for your phone calls. Great phone calls today. Thank you for those. Uh, this is a good time for you to punch in those numbers, 208 336 Zero zero. We're coming up on the news break here in one minute. Two zero eight three three six three seven zero zero. And uh, Tara will park you on hold during the news here, and you will be up immediately when we come back. Other option is to send me an email to Joe at JoePrin.com. P R I N Joe at JoePrin.com, and I will be able to respond to you that way also. Hey, thank you to uh, the folks at Wild West for breakfast this morning i didn't get to have the corned beef and cabbage kind of thing for saint patty's day so i had a uh, corned beef and hash for breakfast this morning and oh man chef brian makes the best corned beef and it's just phenomenal so if you missed out on that head down there today to uh, wild west and downtown eagle and have some corned beef and and hash for uh 
for breakfast this morning. That and an English muffin. Great breakfast. Uh, thanks, guys, for that. It was wonderful. We'll be back. More Home Fix after this. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. 208-336-3700. You can also send emails to joe at joeprin.com now or anytime. Uh, you can do that, joe at joeprin.com. So even if you are listening to this in podcast form at some time other than when it aired live uh, and you have questions about anything that we say or something comes to mind, go ahead and send me an email, joe at joeprin.com, and I'll try to help you out. I know you were thinking about it because I was thinking about it also. And Tara, I bet you you were thinking about it also. You were thinking about watering the grass this past week or turning on the sprinkler system or giving some of those plants a little drink. Maybe. Maybe I, think, I was. Yeah, maybe you was. And I, I I, think that's perfectly fine. And then it rained. So that, that took care of that for a lot of people. Problem but solved. For for today. For today. That, that won't last long. But uh, I think... Many of us are going to be starting to look forward a little bit and thinking, well, you know, they're turning on the the water in the canals. They're going to open those head gates and there's going to be water coming through starting in about a week to start flushing some things out. And uh, the irrigation season through the the valley here usually, usually is April 15th. That seems to be the magic time for that. Uh, It's not only tax time, but it's water time. And um, so we're, we're thinking that, you know, well, if I can start flood irrigating the pasture or into the garden on April 15th, maybe I need to have my sprinkler system up and running. So you're probably going to start seeing some of the neighbor's systems running and you think, my gosh, they're early on that. And, you know, I think we do have the, the I, I guess it's confirmed, we have the right to, you know, suspect that, you know, it could get cold enough that we could freeze uh, parts of our sprinkler system, if we filled it up with water right now, especially our backflow preventers, those parts that stick up above ground that have just water sitting in them under pressure at all times. Um, if you do turn on your sprinkler system, like right now this weekend or something, I might suggest that you take some old blankets or a old sleeping bag that you might have, or worst case, just a, even just a tarp would would help and cover over those backflow prevention devices uh, just to keep a little bit of the frost or the wind chill off of them. That should do it just fine. I'm just checking the uh, the weather here. Let's see what it says for the coming week. Uh, uh, let's see. So it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We got a couple days where it's going to be hitting down to 30 degrees at night. It looks like Monday and Thursday it could get down below freezing. So I would say, you know, probably just in the, to err on the safe side, if you can wait another week or so to uh, turn on the sprinkler system, but it'll be probably getting pretty close to that. Um, listen to your sprinkler system professional. If he says, look, you know, I got to, I got to do this this week, or it's going to be another, you know, three weeks before I can get back to you or something. You don't want to, you don't want to be worried about that, that you, you can't water. And uh, some of the plants that are coming up now, they, they could use a little bit of a drink. I'm sure you've got um, all those colors of spring that we see around here. You've got some of the, the those yellow, what are the crocuses, croci, croci, what's the plural of those things? Croci, I don't know, crocuses. Uh, they're coming up. Daffodils are coming up. Of course, the orange traffic cones are all over the place. Um, 
another sign of spring in the valley. And, uh, you know, you're going to want to give some of these things a drink of water. I'm, I'm sure that the folks on the Zamzo show, which is live here at 11 this morning, I'm sure if they haven't been telling it already, I'm sure they will talk about, you know, getting out a hose and hooking it up. You still might have to unhook it at night, but uh, get a hose out there and give some of the trees and the shrubs a good good drink of water. If, uh, if, if the soil has dried out there, you can always go out and test it and put a shovel down in it. If it's nice and moist down below, you know, you're probably just fine. But uh, if you are hitting dryness, uh, do that. A lot of you are probably putting seeds into your garden now. Um, I, I couldn't stand it anymore, so I had to go out there and plant spinach and uh, Lola Rosa lettuce and some other spring mix of lettuce. I got that in the ground. My onions are still there from last year. All these little Lisbon onions are there. I got spinach from last year that's growing. So um, I'm getting excited. I'm going to try to get peas and carrots and a bunch of other stuff in the ground uh, this this weekend here yet, but uh, I need to water it. So I'll be doing that with a watering can until I can get the the sprinklers and the drip irrigation going. But when you go to turn on your sprinkler system, if this is something that you do yourself, go through it carefully and uh, go through it with some kind of logic in the sequence where you're checking and inspecting everything as you go. You're first going to make sure that your drain valve is shut off uh, to the system. But first, I would run just a little bit of water through it. Just go ahead and crack open that main valve and blow a little water out through the drain valve and then shut it just to just to kind of clear the path, just in case there's been any bugs or something decided to, you know, nest down in there or fill it up with a little bit of dirt, blow out the drain valve and then close that off and then uh, continue on to open up the main valve, which will come up into your backflow prevention device. And then you're either going to get very wet because you forgot to close off the bleeder valves or open those up a little bit, purge them out and the ball valves, just take them through the sequence as you open that up and gradually send water further on down through the system. And the first place it's going to stop again, most likely, unless something was left open, is your first uh, box with your your zone valves in it. Uh, this is the part that your timers control or you control to open them up and water different zones, different areas of your lawn and landscaping garden areas. And then one at a time, you're going to open up those zone valves. And I would probably do this manually. You could try doing it with your clock too. You could turn on your clock and just go through the manual uh, sequence of turning those on one at a time and let that system run for a little bit and let it run for, you know, three or four or five minutes just to, uh, charge up the line, get all the air out of the line and everything, and then verify that each and every sprinkler head is working. And it's not uncommon if you have pop-up sprinkler heads to all of a sudden think, didn't there used to be a spray or a pop-up right over there by the clothesline, you know, kind of over there to let, I don't see that, did he? You know, and it probably is there. And if you go over there and you can start feeling around on the ground, you might feel a a little wet spot or a bulge there or something because over the course of the winter, your grass continues to grow and that root system grows. And it's not uncommon for it to really feed off that last little bit of water that's right around that sprinkler head and they will grow over the tops of sprinkler heads. And I'm sure any of you with a sprinkler system that does your own work, you've got that old kitchen, you know, five inch knife that you keep out there just for gardening because you got to go out there around that sprinkler head with that little serrated knife and carve around it and pull that plug of grass out of there so that that head can pop up and spray nice and nice and clear and free and everything. And, uh, 
and go to work. So you're just going to go through these one by one and check. And if you've got any bad performing heads, uh, go ahead and unscrew them at this time and clean them out. Make sure any of the filters aren't plugged that are in the heads, that the, the little bit of gravel or dried sediment that was in that line, that it did actually make it all the way out. You may have to take the tips off of some of the little pop-up heads and let, you know, have old faithful going out there for a minute or two and you'll see it chugging out all the dirty water and everything. Well, that's good. And shut it down, put the tip back on, make sure it's facing the right direction, turn everything on, make sure it works and just go through all this zone by zone by zone by zone. And then you can shut it down. And like I say, you don't necessarily have to start watering your grass because you think, oh, if I start watering my grass, then the next thing I'm doing is I got to mow my grass. Well, you don't have to do that, but at least the system's ready to go when you are. Uh, usually just one night, two nights, three nights of it getting, you know, close to freezing or even down to freezing, that's not going to do any damage to anything that's out in the grass. Again, the only place you really got to worry about it is that backflow prevention device. And uh, you do want to make sure that that is protected so that it doesn't uh, doesn't have any chance of of freezing. All right, we'll talk some more about that. We've got Denny in Nampa. We'll take your call, Denny, when we come back. We've got to hit the break button right now. More messages from the people that bring this show to you each and every Saturday. Uh, thank you for supporting them whenever you can. They provide this education and entertainment, and we're grateful for that. Uh, thanks, folks. We'll be back right after your messages here on The Home Fix Show on 670 KBOI. Weather, traffic, and more. and more. The one place to get it all. News Talk 670 KBOI. Now that you have that woodworking shop all set up and ready to go for spring, let's talk about some great projects to keep you busy. And you know who can help? High Desert Hardwood. How about building a new picnic table or some custom patio furniture? Perhaps you need a new trellis for a honeysuckle or a clematis. High Desert Hardwood lets you select through the offerings of a huge list of quality hardwoods that will have your project looking good and lasting a very long time. Custom-built cutting boards for your new outdoor kitchen, or maybe some swings and toys for the kids in the backyard. Think High Desert Hardwood in Eagle when you need to pick up some lumber. If you want to check it all out before you hop in the truck, take a look at HighDesertHardwood.com to review the current stock list. High Desert Hardwood is open Monday through Saturday. 1758 East State Street on the east end of Eagle, or call them at 208-939-9366. That's 208-939-9366 for High Desert Hardwood. Billgard windows for your home are a great choice for remodeling or new construction. Serviced and installed locally by Viewpoint Windows and Doors, Idaho's most respected, largest window supplier, you can rest assured that if you need help, responsive professionals are ready to assist. And talk about an amazing warranty. Accidental glass breakage is included, even if you live on a golf course. Billgard windows are a leader in innovation and window technology. If you haven't taken a close look at what is new in windows lately, Make an appointment and come into Viewpoint Windows on State Street in Boise. They would love to show you all that is available for your home. Enjoy looking out your windows once again, knowing you have quality Milgard windows and a quality installation from Viewpoint Windows and Doors working for you. Call 208-854-1877 or visit viewpointwindows.com. 208-854-1877 or visit viewpointwindows.com. We spent a lot of time in our houses this past year, more than we wanted to, but here we are and the sun is out and it's a new day. Let's get some spring cleaning done. And a good starting place is our ductwork. 
I've not had my ducts cleaned in several years, so I'm going to call System Clean because I want it done right. System Clean has powerful trucks that pull an incredible amount of air with cleaning power far beyond what others have. Combine that with individual vent and return cleaning and sanitization, and I know my ducts will be as clean as possible. Sound like something you need to get done also? There's a lot of nasty things floating around in our home's air, and System Clean can help us out. They also clean and detail the interior of your furnace and button up everything tight and secure when done. Call System Clean at 208-884-3300 to schedule your appointment right now. System Clean, 208-884-3300. You've been looking out the windows of your home for a while now. Ready for some new window coverings? Time to freshen up the look a bit? Budget Blinds can definitely provide some great ideas and stylish, affordable products. This just might be one of the most enjoyable projects you've ever taken on. Stop by the Boise or Nampa store, or Budget Blinds will bring their showroom to you. They'll bring their collection of blinds, shades, shutters, draperies to your house so you can see what these look like in your home, in your light, with your decor. There's a way to avoid traffic, right? And here's something else you'll appreciate. Budget Blinds adds an exclusive no-questions-asked warranty, which covers any that could happen to the window covering, including damage from children and pets. Call today to set up an appointment at 208-375-1212 for Budget Blinds or visit budgetblinds.com slash Boise to schedule online. That's 208-375-1212. 208-375-1212 for Budget Blinds. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670 KBOI. Let's go to Nampa and talk with Denny about some sprinklers. Good morning, Denny. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing today, sir? Doing well. Hey, thanks for calling in. Hey, uh, what I wanted to say is I know you're talking about maybe cleaning those sprinkler heads around with a knife, but I'm going to go with the garden people that are getting ready to plant bulbs and seeds and stuff. You can take a garden bulb planter oh, and yeah. use for their flower bulbs, clean around the sprinkler heads. Yeah. I did that before I got the specialty tools in my irrigation business. There you go. Yeah, That's, that's great for the smaller pop-up heads, uh, just yeah, about just, the size, it's the same size. Let me see if I can describe this, and everybody's going to go, oh, yeah, I got one of those. It uh, it looks like a metal coffee cup, like a like a foam coffee cup, but it's metal, and the bottom's mm-hmm. opened, and it's got some teeth down there, and coming up the sides, it's got two straps and like a wooden handle, and you stick it in the ground, you twist it back and forth, and you dig out this nice little core. Yep, and it also prevents any crabgrass or weeds or anything getting down in that sprinkler head yeah. into the stem and growing all the way down. I've had some that's gone all the way down, especially uh, runners for uh, Bermuda grass. I've had some, when I've gone in to clean them out, I had to pull the whole sprinkler head out and replace it because Bermuda grass will go all the way down the roots and because it's a rhizome, goes all the way down into the pipes. Yeah, and some of those uh, those uh, uh, gear rotor or those stream rotor heads, they've got an assembly inside there that uh, you can't take apart. And like you say, if you get some roots that have managed to uh, get into that, uh, it's done for. Yeah, your larger uh, 
either your PGPs put out by Hunter or your Rainbird uh, 5000s. Yeah. Those will also do it. Or some of the commercial people out there in the farms that may have the long distance one that'll shoot out to 85 feet or more. Right. You still want to clean the weeds and stuff out of those. Yep. And, and well, you have a great day, yeah. and thanks. I hope you got my packet that I sent you. I did, Denny. Yes, I did. Thank you very much. I okay. Did, have I did a great get that. Day. Hey, you bet. Thank you. Uh, let's go uh, also to Meridian and talk with Doug. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, Joe. Hi. Um, how are you doing this morning? Just great. How about you? I'm doing good. Um, you know, you you say you're not as interesting as us calling you, but you are. <laughs> you do have a lot of interesting points. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, the one thing that what that I heard from Nolan last week is before you turn on your sprinklers, um, rake around your lawn and run your lawnmower low enough that you will pick up all the old grass and all the winter winterized stuff that's on there. And yeah, I've, I've heard that as uh, giving your lawn the haircut, you know, that spring haircut that uh, if you can put your your baggers on and even if you normally don't, uh, you know, don't mulch and or if you normally if you do mulch and just leave all your clippings that maybe this is the one time you do put the, the bags on and pick up the last of the leaves and the little sticks and the twigs and the dead grass that's on top and and all that that little debris and it kind of kind of vacuums the yard doesn't it yeah yeah no great idea then then there's a you you put the fertilizer on like with zamzos it's their Mm -hmm. program right um you can throw some hemogreen on and run some dry around it yep now's the time to uh to get that done or if you have somebody that comes and does it you'll probably see them sometime this month doing that uh that spring application and then they usually usually want you to water that in. So if you, if you do have a professional that's coming to help you, you might uh, try to coordinate that with the, uh, the turning on of your, your sprinkler system. Because if they say, you know, this would be better if you, if you watered this in right now, and if you don't have a way to do that, uh, we don't want to burn anything or uh, isolate it to just wherever the little pellet was. You want that to spread that out. Yeah, thank you, Doug. Thanks for the call. 208 336 Zero zero. If you want to get in right now, 208-336-3700. I mentioned earlier that um, uh, now's a good time to get out all your patio furniture, get it all cleaned off, wash it off, scrub it, clean it, uh, get all the cushions cleaned. You know, maybe Zero Res comes out and cleans all your carpets. We'll have them do your patio furniture while they're there. That's one of those, oh, by the ways. Oh, by the way, as long as you're here, would you hit this stuff too? Uh, tell them in advance. Don't don't surprise them with that. Tell them in advance that you're going to do that. Uh, perhaps that wooden picnic table needs to be, you know, touch sanded on the, the top of it and either a new coat of paint or clear finish that needs to go on there. Get all that ready now so that when that perfect day comes along here in the next couple of weeks and you want to have, you know, that outdoor eating uh, experience again, it's all ready to go. You don't have that uh, leftovers from last fall that you need to clean off and do that. Uh, one thing that uh, some professionals say that when you're looking for something different and uh, you want to play around a little bit, uh, maybe you scrape everything off your deck, everything off the patio, just get rid of it all 
and uh, try putting it all back in some different format, a little bit of a different arrangement. Try moving some things around to some different places. Uh, also, the the hot item continues to be for outdoor patio furniture are some area rugs. There are some of these made specifically for outdoor use that hold up better. So you don't want to just get the same one that maybe you put down in your in your bedroom or the family room, but you know, maybe you do, maybe it's you've upgraded or you've changed or you've changed colors. Go ahead and take that outside to the, uh, to the deck or the patio and put that down under some of the furniture and um, kind of creates a different atmosphere. There's, there's a word that uh, describes it uh, and I won't get into all that, but it's the, the feeling that things are just right. Things are placed just right. It's not too much. It's not too little. It's not out of balance. It's when things are just right. And you know what that feeling is. So if you arrange some stuff out there, you sit down and you say, you know, this, this just isn't right. There needs to be, you know, less of this or more of that, or this needs to be over there. You know, play around with that, make that an experience and enjoy it. But what you have to realize too, is what's right for one person may not be right for the other. So now you got to make get some balance in that little equation of, you know, okay, well, I'm going to, maybe I don't agree with this, but it, if it's right for you, fine, you know, or whatever. But uh, so take a look, fresh look at your outdoor living area. You know, what do you need to do to either maybe de- declutter some of that or clean it up or maybe move the wood pile or, you know, get rid of that bird feeder that's right there. Or maybe you want to put up a bird feeder right there or get a little fire pit, pit built onto the side over here or, whatever it is, but uh, now's a good time to start playing around with some of that so that you can live with it for a little while before we get into the full swing of, you know, like Doug was saying, you know, of having to go out and mow the grass and do all this other stuff. Um, This is the place where you want to, you know, kind of flop down and take that afternoon nap outside. And um, one thing that I've really come to really, really enjoy in my outdoor uh, back deck area is we put up a couple of outdoor rated ceiling fans up underneath this patio cover that we've got. And uh, just on some of those hot, kind of stagnant, stale days that we get during the summer when there's no air movement whatsoever and stuff, just having those two fans just running on kind of a low speed and just, you, you can feel it, just just laying there on the on the outdoor couch or the sitting in the chair or something. And you can just kind of feel that that gentle breeze that's, that's running there at... Uh, it was a really nice thing to do, and I'm really glad that we did that. And, uh, you know, if you need help with an electrician to run the proper electrical to where it's, you know, contained in conduit or inside the walls where it needs to be and properly done so that uh, everything's good and the, the boxes are hung in the proper manner so the fans don't wobble around and you do have the, the proper ceiling fans that are outdoor rated, I, I always wondered, what what's the difference? You know, what? What makes this fan outdoor rated when this one doesn't? Well, if you ever compare two of them, you can pretty much tell. It's it's the way that they're they're built and the quality of the finishes and what the blades are made out of and uh, how they handle humidity and and the ability to clean them off a lot more. And uh, in some cases, maybe even you know squirt them down a little bit with the hose to wash the dust off of them. You can do that in in some cases. Uh, they're not supposed to be out right right in the rain, but uh, it's mainly for temperatures and other stuff. But uh, yeah, I've really come to like the uh, the outdoor ceiling fans. Maybe that's your project for this spring. Is let's add a ceiling fan or two of them out here, three of them or whatever, uh, out there on the the back patio or the deck or 
porch or something, you, 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 you'll like that. I, I think you'll really like those once you get those installed. All right, we're going to take our bottom of the hour break. One hour left in the show. That's time for, oh, four, five, six good phone calls. So uh, get yours in right now, 208-336-3700. 208-336-3700. We will be back with more of the Home Fix Show right here on 670 KBOI right after this. When you need news and information, there's only one place to be. 670 KBOI. So, we hear that many of you have taken up woodworking lately. Isn't it great how you can take a few boards or blocks and make a treasured family heirloom? Or at least something useful and appreciated? Woodworking is a wonderful way to express your creativity and to continually learn and grow within a hobby or maybe even a new profession. Woodcraft is here to help no matter where you are. They embrace the garage workshop beginners and help the seasoned professionals with all the latest and greatest in finishes, tools, hardware, safety equipment, dust removal, and cleanup accessories known to the industry. So what do you want to make? Chances are, Woodcraft can help. In the Overland Park Shopping Center at Colon Overland. Call or look online for a schedule of upcoming classes. Visit woodcraftofboise.com. Woodcraft, helping you make wood work. How often do you have to clean and scrub grout lines in your kitchen and bathroom tile? Too often is probably the answer. Call Permatreat now and seal it forever. Seriously, that's their motto. Seal it forever, and they mean it. There is a better way than all the scrubbing, scraping, and nasty chemicals, and Permatreat will introduce you to it. 208-895-0000. That's not a typo. That is the phone number for Permatreat. 208 208- 895-0000. Permatreat will start with a deep, thorough cleaning of your tile and grout. They will make any needed repairs as they go. All cracked or stained caulking is removed and everything is made ready for the last sealant you will need. Permatreat also seals masonry and stone surfaces, backsplashes, patios, driveways, and sidewalks, and tinted or stained concrete. If you want to seal it and keep it stain-free and looking good, call Permatreat now to set up your free evaluation and quote. 208 208- 895-0000. Permatreat. Seal it forever. 208-895-0000. Solar Concepts of Idaho recommends another smart product, Solar Star, solar-powered attic fans that drive out the heat and moisture in your attic. In warmer months, the temperature in your attic can be over 165 degrees. That trapped heat builds up and forces your air conditioner to work harder, resulting in higher cooling costs. Solar Star solar-powered attic fans push out the heat, making it easier and cheaper to cool your home. In colder months, trapped moisture can lead to the growth of mold and fungus when the warm air in your home meets the cold air in your attic. Solar Star solar-powered attic fans help pull this moisture out of your attic. Solar-powered attic fans are smart, safe, and the inexpensive way to maximize efficiency and maintain a healthier house. Simple, safe, and smart. Solar Star attic fans are available and installed by Solar Concepts of Idaho. Visit their website and contact them for a quote. Or call Solar Concepts at 208-377-8399. You know what solar panels are. You see them just about everywhere now. And the future only points more to this way of generating the power we need. Renewable Energy Northwest LLC can help you understand solar and will help you separate out the misleading claims and overhyped expectations. The starting point is an examination of your whole house energy usage and the lifestyle you want to live. Renewable Energy Northwest will help you with LED lights, 
whole house fans, attic fans, insulation, and an efficient HVAC system if needed. And then, and only then, will Renewable Energy Northwest LLC design the proper, cost-effective solar photovoltaic system to offset all your power needs. New or existing construction, homes or commercial buildings, Renewable Energy Northwest has a solar solution for you. Call 208-577-6537 or look at RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670-KBOI. So our next caller on the line uh, said something to Tara. He said, uh, and I know you're talking about sprinklers, but can we talk about some countertop stuff? Yes, you can do that anytime. Just just because I'm talking about one thing, I mean, let's change the subject. That's the, the variety that we like. We don't uh, have a whole lot of theme shows where we have to stick to just one particular thing. So you're always welcome to do this. So good morning, David. Uh, thanks for talking to us uh, here. What's going on with your countertop? Yeah, Joe. Um, I've lived in my house for about a year and a half. It was new construction. I've got some, uh, got some quartz countertops. They're white, and I've noticed on the main island, um, if I tilt my head the right way, I can actually see ring marks, like where someone put a glass. Yeah. And I know water didn't cause that. I'm I'm guessing some sort of oily substance or something caused that. I thought uh, quartz countertops were basically bulletproof, and uh, they're not. So I was wondering how it can go about cleaning, and do they have to be sealed, I guess? Yes. Um, all right, so let's look at first, from from everything that Ben has told me at Cutting Edge Kitchens and okay. Josh at Permatreat, who both offer uh-huh. ways to uh, you know clean and seal these countertops like this, they have oh, okay. uh, some different things. So that, that's the, the two people you want to talk to in this case is Great. Um, uh, Cutting Edge Kitchens. And, uh, of course, they have the, uh, the, the countertop medic, uh, that they stone medics, where they, uh, they do a lot of repairs to this stuff. What can mm-hmm. cause it is that perhaps something in that glass was someone, uh, somewhat acidic. Uh, we've seen this happen oh. from vinegar. Uh, sometimes it's happened with other types of cooking products, not so much the oils, but something with a little bit of acid. We've even seen where, uh, some like tomato sauces and stuff, uh, will do that even though they don't leave the, the color behind, but the acid that's in some food products will do that to the surface. Um, all of that can be buffed and polished and, and sanded out of there. Um, and redone to where it'll look just just great. And then, of course, a good sealant layer over the top of that is, yeah. is absolutely critical um, to have that polished out. And uh, but that can all be dealt with. So, yeah, it was okay. something like that. Even maybe some wines will do that every now and then. But yeah, okay, it's not so much just just water that's doing it. Uh, it could also have been something to do with some heat. I've been told. But uh, that's something that they can talk to you about at, uh, at the Stone Medics. Okay. Let me give you a number here. Uh, 208-344-3404. That's the Stone Medics. And uh, if, uh, if a restoration is actually needed, they're the ones to do that for you. And then um, as, as far as a, a good sealant and some stuff that can go on this and your 
backsplashes and your showers and everything. This is where uh, Permatreat comes in. And uh, Okay, Permatreat. Yeah, Josh's number is uh, 208-895-0000. Oh, I heard the, you had a commercial right before this segment. So yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I didn't even see that, but okay, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they're, they're both sponsors on the show here, and they, uh, they, they both do amazing work, and um, all of this is fixable. This is the one thing that has been kind of, and you said it, you zeroed in on it. You know, when we got these countertops, we were told that these things were going to last forever. Well, you know, yeah. and, and they will, but that's not saying that you don't have to do some things yourself. Um, you know, you can't rebuild your aluminum cylinder heads for your, your Ford 302 on the kitchen countertop and expect it to last forever. <laughs> you, right, know, yeah. you know, we, we, we got to use some common yeah. sense, and that's not to say that, you know, damage can't occur. But what you have is you have a base material that can be fixed and can be restored and is not ruined when it gets, you know, some of these etching marks or hard water stains and or uh-huh. other things. You've got a quality enough product that it can be repaired and restored. So that's really the investment that you made. Other countertops, yeah, well, you know, when people have bleached out plastic laminate and done some damage with you know hot pans and stuff you're tearing the whole mm-hmm. thing out and starting over again you don't have to do right that. yeah you don't have to do that oh good okay <laughs> well i was worried but i'm, I'm nope. glad i called you because uh, yeah. i thought okay what a okay. uh what what a blessed problem to have just a little water <laughs> ring on your countertop isn't it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Okay. no this will be uh pretty straightforward for these guys so i'd call them both and uh, see what they recommend and uh, go from there. Will do, Joe. Hey, yeah. thanks a lot. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you for the call, David. Uh, let's go to Sherry in Nampa. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning. Um, I have a problem with my kitchen sink. I just had a new one put in about six months ago, and I've been told that you can't use any really abrasive like Clorox or, you know, um, different things like that to mm. clean it. Okay. What am I supposed to clean it with? Well, what kind of sink is it? It's stainless steel. Stainless steel. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I've used stainless steel cleaners. That doesn't work. All right. Um, so are are you on city water or a well? A well. well. Okay. So I'm thinking more. You don't want to use ajax comet any of that kind of stuff right. soft scrub right. you don't want to use that because of your septic tank not because of the oh. sink oh you could use that on that sink and make it look absolutely brand new and what you're going to do is kill every enzyme in your septic tank and then your poop's going to be backing up through the through the rest of the house so let's not do that okay okay <laughs> yeah that stuff is not yeah okay if you won't eat it your septic system won't eat it either. Think of it that okay. way. So okay. now, what can we use? What can we use? I've got a beautiful stainless sink in my kitchen, and yes, it gets dirty or it gets greasy and it gets spotty and stuff. Have you seen those uh, those big balls of it? It looks like steel wool, but they're actually like stainless steel uh, scrubby pads. You know, they're about the size well, of a tennis ball. I have ball. the steel wool. And I have the SOS pads. I don't know that I've seen. Okay. I'd like you to explore these other ones. They're very common in commercial use. You can usually buy them in a 12-pack. It looks like 12 little silver 
tennis balls and they're they're it's it's really coarse it's kind of rough and they're they're great for scrubbing out glass you know and pots and pans mm-hmm. and all of that <clears throat> but mm-hmm. what we that's what i use anyway when i when i see uh the sink needs to be touched up you know it needs to be really really clean today not just the you know after doing dishes clean this needs to be really clean so you take everything out and you grab one of these uh these stainless steel scrubby pads i wish i knew the name for it but you can uh then i just take some of my regular old dishwashing soap which i know is already safe for my septic system and that is just a good biodegradable septic safe dish liquid squirt some of that on the pad and on the dry sink just with just with a few drops of water, just enough to make kind of a slopey, soapy, slimy stuff. Just start going right. at going at that stainless and just scrub okay. it with this stuff. It's not stainless steel. This is much more aggressive than that, and it's okay. not one of those those pads that's made out of plastic. Um, a Brillo pad? I don't. Maybe it is Brillo. Is that what you're searching? Okay. And and anyway, I just scrub everything down with that and then rinse it out, and you're good to go. And you do that. Once a week or something, you're going to be just fine. But uh, oh, great. yeah, if you've got any of the uh, the canisters of Ajax or Comet or t- things of soft scrub, any of that stuff that has bleach in it, box right. that up and take it to Household Hazardous Waste Day and get rid of it because that will damage and kill your septic system. Okay. And okay. wait till you, you have to have dig a up water your water softener. Yeah, that that's okay, but. Um, we don't want that other stuff going down there. So if 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 you need to go maybe through all of your household cleaning stuff and look at that because um, unless it says that For it's sure. septic safe on there, wait till you have to replace uh, your entire drain field and see what that costs and disrupts your life. Oh, oh, that'd be horrible. Yeah, so we okay, need to be well, very... I appreciate it. Just remember that. If you won't eat it, uh, don't put it down your drains. Okay. Yep. Great. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> you bet. Thanks for your call. Salt works good as an abrasive. I forgot to mention that, Sherry. I hope you're still listening. Salt works good as an abrasive. You can use salt crystals. You can use baking soda. Baking soda is a wonderful abrasive for cleaning glass cooktops, and you can use that for scrubbing with. Uh, yeah, great, great, and and very safe for, uh, for your septic system. We'll be back. More of the Home Fix Show after this. The news when you need it, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and when it breaks, breaks. on 670-KBOI. Electrical systems are beautiful things. They just sit there waiting for you to plug something in or turn something on, and then they go to work. Usually, there are no problems. But what if there is no place to plug that thing in? Or you flip the switch and nothing happens? Time to call Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable. Pretty much, if it's electrical, Dave can fix it. Need more outlets? Dave can do this. Need a ceiling or attic fan installed? Not a problem. How about additional lighting? Because we know your eyes are not getting worse, the world is getting darker. Well, call Dave. But those are the easy things. Dave can help you with your kitchen or bath remodel or getting power to the barn or workshop. He can upgrade your old electrical panels and run all of the new technology cables you can think of. Make Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable your electrician. Call 208-939-8333. That's 208-939-8333. 
You've heard the term street presence, right? Well, this is how your house looks to those passing by, but it's also how it looks to you every time you return home. Ready for some repairs or updates? Maybe it's time to make your house look great again? Bots Exteriors is who you want to talk to. Bill Bott and his team have served our valley for many years. They are efficient and experienced in all types of siding and trim and can help you with a new look or repairs to what you already have. Think about all the components that make up your home's exteriors. There's stone and brickwork, steps and decks and railings, gutters, soffits and fascia, doors, windows and shutters. Bott's Exteriors works with all of these every day and they would love to serve you. Ready for a new look or to get some much-needed repairs taken care of? Give Bots Exteriors a call and ask them to visit your house for a quote. 208-870-4324. That's Bots Exteriors, 208-870-4324. Are you new to the Valley? If so, Master Plumbing welcomes you to this great area we call home. We know the move can feel overwhelming. There's so many things to do and figure out. Probably one of the last things on your mind is who am I going to call when I have a plumbing issue? Well, it's easy. Just call Master Plumbing. We've been serving the Valley for over 70 years, so you know we'll be here the next time you have a leaky faucet, a toilet that refuses to flush, or a not-so-hot water heater. You'll also have the peace of mind knowing that we carefully screen all our technicians. They're licensed, courteous professionals we welcome into our family's homes, so you'll feel the same about having them in yours. Read what some of our satisfied customers have to say at callmasternow.com or just give us a call at 208-888-9191. Call the masters, call a master plumbing, the masters of the trade. Joe Prin here from the Home Fix Radio Show, and right now, many of you are probably thinking about a bathroom remodeling project. You've seen things on TV and in the magazines and on social media, but what really are the best products for you? Well, I would suggest you talk to the professionals at Custom Bath Solutions in Meridian to help guide you through this process. At Custom Bath Showroom in Meridian, you'll see locally manufactured Best Bath and Custom Marble shower products that eliminate the need to scrub grout, clean, and seal like your tile showers. They build showers specifically for you and can remodel your entire bathroom. Custom Bath Solutions offers products that are easy to access for safety and have custom options like a river rock floor and tile inlays in the walls. Visit Custom Bath at 480 East Franklin Road in Meridian or call them at 208-888-7561 to schedule a free in-home consultation. For bathroom remodeling, I recommend Custom Bath Solutions. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670-KBOI. I just checked back to some of my previous notes, and yeah, I wish I would have mentioned this sooner to Sherry. Uh, Hopefully you're still listening again, but... Uh, it just says here, I found this on somebody's website. You know, what's the best way to clean a stainless steel sink, sink without killing your septic system? And it says baking soda makes a great stainless steel sink cleaner because it's abrasive enough to scrub away light and hard, light, hard water deposits, you know what I mean, and stuck on grease and food. But it's not so as abrasive to scratch shiny stainless steel fixtures, even faucets. Try cleaning your sink with a paste of baking soda and water. 
And then I found another note from a, a respiratory uh, allergist or somebody that said uh, to stop using anything with those, those bleach products because they're tracing back a lot of uh, uh, respiratory problems. People are breathing those, those bleach fumes and absorbing that stuff through their skins because even though it, it always says, you know, wear rubber gloves and people just don't. And uh, so you're soaking all that stuff into you also. So baking soda. Baking soda. Baking soda and vinegar. You can clean almost anything at your house just between baking soda or using vinegar. Just maybe not at the same time. Is that the stuff that makes like the volcanoes in science class when you do those two things? All right. Uh, let's go to the phone lines and talk with Mark in Nampa. A follow-up call from last week. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Joe. Hi. And actually, I'm in, I'm in Portland, Oregon right now. Nice. Yeah, I'm a truck driver, so I'm here picking up a load to come back to Idaho. <laughs> oh, I, th- I, th- I thought you were uh, going to pick up a dishwasher. You finally found one or something. <laughs> yep, I got a I got a uh, KitchenAid there at uh, Nampa Appliance. Oh, nice. Thanks. And I'll tell you, we love it. It is so quiet. It's just amazing. So I take it you got it installed. I did. Good. Yep. Good. Yep. After talking to you, it sounded fairly Simple, not necessarily easy, but simple. So, yay, we win. Good, good. We both win. Yeah, good. So now I get to take my my dishwasher, which is only seven years old, and I'm going to replace my mom's because she bought hers in uh, 2019 used. So I'm kind of curious as to what I might find at her house, being older home. Um, you know, I don't know if there's. Yeah, you're not going to find a whole lot of difference because the those basic connections that you experienced of electrical, whether it's mm-hmm. a, a pigtail that's plugged into an outlet or it's a rigid uh, or a semi-rigid piece of Romex house wiring that's just popped out through right. a hole in the sheetrock, uh, that's pretty right. much been the same forever. And as far as the connection to where the water is, sometimes in older houses the the water connection may be a little bit different it may have been a a pierce and clamp on type of uh, puncture valve rather than an actual angle stop uh, you may run into that but that's not all that okay. common uh, the same size of water supply has been there i mean 95 percent of everything is a three eighths rare as a half inch supply line and the drain hose okay. still hooks into the disposals kind of the same way. Uh, you know, just make yeah, sure that that yeah. drain hose goes all the way up and comes to the bottom of the countertop and then then drops down into the disposal. Um, right. You need to have right. that air gap okay. up there or else it, you start smelling stinkies all the time. Yeah. Now, I was I was I called Grover's this morning and was talking to them, and they, they suggested that I use some sort of a – a drain pan under the dishwasher. Yeah, that's uh, that's you something that's necessary. Well, it's something I, you know, it can't hurt. It's it's like, uh, did you, did you ever put one of those sheet metal, you know, uh, drip pans underneath a leaky car motor in your garage? Oh yeah. You know, it's it's kind of the same philosophy there. I'm going to try to catch it here before you know something bad happens. So a a there is a pan that is made. It's it's a fairly thin uh, either fiberglass or an ABS-type plastic, and you just have to lift oh, and set okay. the dishwasher onto it. 
And then you just slide it in there, and it's got a little lip on it. It's like a baking sheet under your pan or under your dishwasher. <laughs> the so only it's not going to create a no a problem height wise getting the, the the other dishwasher because this dishwasher that's currently in my mom's house didn't wasn't installed when the house was built. It used to be a cabinet there, and she had it installed. Yeah, that's that's okay. You know, cabinets even in the seventies they still maintained the kind of industry standard for the the height of the carcass itself. You know, from the floor to the okay. bottom of the countertop was thirty five and a half inches usually, or thirty thirty five okay. and a quarter. So you should be okay there. It's it's a valid question to ask. How much additional height does it add? Now, the only thing that I had is I had somebody tell me once they said. Well, I don't know if I like the idea of that pan under there because then what it's got to do is it's got to fill up with three quarters of an inch of water before it starts overflowing. <laughs> so, um, well, you you could always put one of those little tattletale alarms down there. It looks like a little hockey puck. Some of them are battery powered. Some of them are electrical. Uh, you set it down there, and if it gets moist, it starts beeping and screaming at you, and then you know if you have a leak under there. That might be a good idea because she's 83 years old. So. Yeah, yeah. So if, if if it's not somebody that's, you know, that you would say is observant enough to uh, be aware that if something is leaking like that, right. that maybe they need right. a little reminder, um, you know, yeah, that's that's a good thing to put there. Maybe you get a second one and shove it back there by the refrigerator in case the ice maker ever starts melting, too. Well, she doesn't have anything like or that. Or leaking. Okay, yeah. No, it's so, it's not a bad idea. There. I, I think those pans are okay. The the one thing that uh, I always run into with those things, they say you know, universal fit fits all applications. That means it doesn't because you know who knows with uh, those cabinets when they took them out. There may be a brace back there. There may be a side cleat exactly, or something. Yeah. That even though it's not in the way of the dishwasher, it may be in the way of the pan. So uh, you don't get it there, and if you don't use it or can't use it, take it back. That's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, will we would do you know would Grovers have that alarm you're talking about? Yeah, I'm. I'm sure they have those uh, those things, and uh, all the box stores have them. You can order them online. They go anywhere from you know about sixteen bucks for little cheap ones up to thirty five, forty dollars. They've even got some that'll notify you on your phone by Wi Fi that they're that they've experienced <laughs> a leak. I mean, you you can get as crazy as you want to get, but uh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. Thanks, Mark. Well, uh, thanks for your help. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for the the feedback, and let me know that your uh, your project turned out well for you. That uh, you made my day. Thank you. Always glad when we can help somebody out. Uh, 208-336-3700. We're going to hit the news break here in just a few seconds, and uh, when we come back, we'll wrap up the show after the news. We'll have about another half hour together, so get your calls in now. 208-336-3700. I'm Joe Prin. This is Home Fix on 670 KBOI. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin And Glenwood in Garden City. Good morning, Carl. Good morning. How's it uh, going so far with The Home Show? You opened up on what, Thursday this week? Yes, Thursday and Friday, and now we're Saturday 11 to 7 and Sunday 11 to 4. Okay. And it was uh, very exciting to finally get back to a home show. Well, that's what, uh, that's what I'm Thursday, wondering. What about the mentality? What's the attitude? What's the 
ambiance, the feel, the the electricity in the air? How is it? Uh, it's very invigorating. Lots of smiles. I think everybody's pent up of not being able to do a lot of things that we like to do. And, you know, very well attended uh, Thursday and Friday. Um, I would say probably the busiest Thursday I've seen in, you know, probably 10 years of home shows. So that's kind of the uh, marker. But, yeah, a lot of really happy, uh, you know, people to be out and kind of attending and seeing what's out there. They Spectre did a really nice job of uh, little wider aisles, but all three rooms of the Expo Idaho were filled up with vendors and nice. so lots of home home show uh, sponsors that are there. A couple we missed, but uh, anyway, it's a, it's really well attended by the the vendors and by the public as well. So is everybody being kind of respectful, cautionary still about about their space and? Uh, you know, whatever their their beliefs are or aren't, are, are they tolerating each other and, uh, you know, just protecting yeah. themselves? Yeah, and I'd say yes. I'd say, you know, some uh, most have masks on, some don't, but there's not any tension, right. you know, which I would say that's kind of the first time I've felt that there wasn't any tension because it is a pretty wide open space, but yeah. no tension tension between people that have masks or don't have masks and, yeah, and everybody if you don't, seems if, to be kind of getting along and if you don't like it you don't want to involve yourself in that or you feel like you're not going to be able to hold back your opinion then don't go there <laughs> you just uh, avoid right it. and there's you know most of the vendors have masks but some don't and you know i'd say most of the people attending have masks but some don't and you know everybody's interacting either way and so it it feels good to kind of get something a little bit back to normal, <laughs> you know, that well, I'm we just, yeah, you I'm, know, used to t- take for granted. I'm glad to hear that, you know, just so we can act like, you know, adults, adult adults, yeah. you know, and not, uh, not, not make this into something that it's not. So, you know, that, that's good. Now tell right. me about, uh, uh, about consumer attitude though. Now, now it's been over a year since you've been face to face in a show environment. Um, are the questions any different? Are the, the, the customers different? Is there any new attitude or perception or understanding or mythology that the, the people visiting you in your booth are bringing forward? I, I would say there's pent-up demand and excitement because they you know, haven't been able to do you know, the things that we enjoy. And so, you know, most of the conversations have been really positive and, you know, had a chance to see some of my old customers stop by and, you know, ask them how everything's going, which has been well had. One actually uh, came by and actually from Spectra and told uh, told me they had heard about from one of their customers that I was on the phone with you guys last week. And anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. But uh, anyway, they'd heard it third hand, and anyway, good, good, yeah, a little if, bit of advertising if, on the home show. I say I can't and, get the, I can't all, get these promoters to advertise, so it's a good thing you're doing it for them. <laughs> yeah, well, it you know, but it's 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 really you know nice that you know, and I mean, there's food available there, there's beer if you want to have a beer, there's you know, lots of uh, you know 
uh, vendors there with everything, you know, kind of to offer from patios to, you know, lighting to, you know, refinishing your cabinets, refinishing your bathroom, you but, know, lots of different things. But tell me, a, that are there. I want to know about you. Um, so, so what, what are people focusing on? Because even though we've been in a pandemic for the past year and, you know, people have been, you know, just kind of got their horns pulled in and, you know, but you still see a lot of, you know, ads for, for solar on roofs and you hear about, you can have this for free and it's not going to cost you anything and, you know, sign up now and you're going to get a free set of steak knives and all this kind of stuff that's going on out there. Do you think that there's more better understanding of the solar industry now than there was a year ago? Or do you think it's gotten muddied up even more? Um, I would say it's probably gotten muddied up anymore, but I've, I've, one of the very common uh, comments that, you know, I get from people as they're walking by, you know, have you guys thought about solar? And I at a pretty good amount, a lot more than any other show, they say, yes, we have. And, you know, and then they stop and we kind of talk about it and I talk about what my process is. And, and so there's a lot more people thinking about it than what there has been in the past, which I think is encouraging. I'm just, you know, dis- and I just give them here's, here's an opportunity. But, you know, I'm just disappointed every time I get into a, a discussion with somebody about solar that they still don't even know about solar thermal. They think solar is yeah. solar, it's panels, we generate electricity, that's all we do. Some of us have batteries, some of us have generators hooked to it, some of us, you know, do this. We have solar panels, we generate electricity. That's all they know about. I mean, what more do we have to do to tell people that, you know, if you heat water up with the sun, you can do so many more things with it, and then you don't have to pay all that for the, the electricity part of it. What are well, we doing well, wrong? Joe, I'm just getting... I'm just getting started. I've only been talking about it for 11 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll keep talking about it. I mean, we got a lot of people that listen to this show, and it, it's like I just would have expected the, you know, the corpus of this thing to move in that direction a little bit more. I mean, it's, my God, McDonald's tells you that the McRib's going to be out next week, and, you know, 87% of the population <laughs> knows it. But I guess uh, Carl, you just got to you just got to run thirty eight ads every day or something on every station in the valley. Uh, I, I guess we're yeah. doing what we can, but um, yeah, are you still seeing that when you talk about solar thermal and they go, "Oh, I didn't even know about that." Yes, yeah, and so and it's something you know which I enjoy the conversation of you know we start with solar electric same way everybody does with your power bill, but then. That's just the starting point, and then we go into, okay, LED lights, whole house fans, solar attic fans, solar thermal, you know, all of these other things, and, you know, talk a little bit about success stories. We're one over in NAMP. We actually took 65% of the energy out of the house right. before we got to the solar electric. I just updated your commercial with that, by the way. I took those exact words of you. You know, you said, we start out like everybody else. We look at your power bill. Okay, but... That's where some people stop. So you keep going, though. Now you start looking at other things. Let's look at your furnace, and let's look at your air conditioning and your heat use and all that. What can we do there? Let's see if we can pull out some consumption there without changing your lifestyle. Let's look at, you know, your lighting. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Let's look at your appliances. 
maybe it is now is the time that you get that better dishwasher or refrigerator or something because we can save this and you add all that up and then you say look at this you only need half as much you know solar pv that you thought you did right and half is what we usually do we've yeah. had a few more success stories where it's like that 65% and you know Sometimes that happens, but usually it's half because, I mean, there's a lot of things that we can get up to speed efficiency-wise before we do this. I just hope people will spend those few minutes talking to you about this because you have ruined me now. When I drive around (laughs) and and I see this house that's, you know, this, you know, 2,400 square foot house and they've got the entire roof covered with these panels up there, and I think, you know, what are they trying to, to do? Generate enough le- electricity to power the town square mall? You know, why do they have so yeah. much of that up there? What What is wrong that this house is just bleeding power like this, that they need that much? And then you start realizing, oh, yeah, look at They never upgraded the windows. There's no insulation in the house. They got a, you know, 25-year-old furnace system in there. Uh, you know, who knows what else? And I don't know. It just seems easier to reduce consumption than pay overpay for a lot of generation. Right. Well, the one that house that has those roof full of panels next week, their HVAC is going to go out. Hopefully (laughs) they'll put a new energy efficient one in. But then the downside of that is then they'll have too much solar energy that they'll just be giving away to Idaho Power. And they're probably still financing all that stuff for the next 20 years of their life yeah. or renting it. So right, now, I, hope, is, yeah. I hope people, we got to go here, I'm sorry, but uh, I hope that people will stop by and, and have the in-depth conversation with you. And that's, that's my advice for you, the listener. If you are going to the, uh, the home show, it's down at uh, Expo Idaho, Carl said today, from 11 until what? 11 to 7. And then Sunday, 11 to 4. 11 to 4. So if you go down there, um, make a note of a couple of the people or the categories that you want to spend some quality time with right in the beginning and, uh, and invest that time because you'll learn so much from these people when you can have that, uh, that face-to-face conversation that we haven't been able to do for such a long time. So thank you for that, Carl. And, uh, Wish you the best and hope a lot of people come talk to you today. Okay, thank you. You bet. Thanks for calling in and giving us the uh, the follow-up on that. All right, when we come back, I've got time for probably two quick phone calls. Let's do it, or one uh, one longer one. Uh, Whoever gets here first. In the market, set, go. 208-336-3700. I'm Joe Prin. This is Home Fix on 670 KBOI. He's been on the top of the talk heap for over 25 years. Rush Limbaugh, weekdays at 10 on 670-KBOI. Mortgage interest rates are very, very low right now. You've heard some of the numbers. It's just amazing. You may be in the perfect position right now, not only to reduce your interest rate, but you may be able to refinance and reduce your payment or pay off your house sooner, saving you thousands of dollars. Terry Hefner and the Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage will work hard for you to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decision you can. Terry is a native Idahoan and has been assisting clients for 30 years. The Hefner Group also helps first-time homebuyers achieve their dreams of home ownership. 
There's a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner and his team of professionals help you with your mortgage. Give them a call at 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner, NMLS number 95796, company number 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Solar thermal is different than generating electricity. With solar thermal, you heat water and we all use hot water year-round. Laundry, dishes, showers and baths, washing your hands and face, even heating your hot tub or melting snow. Solar thermal is 94% efficient and takes up little space on your roof and requires no maintenance. It is reliable and one of the best ways you can put the power of the sun to work for you. If you want to dip your toes into solar technology, this is one of the best ways to get started because heating water can be one of your largest energy costs, even up to 50% of the total energy expense of your home. For a free solar site visit and discussion, Call Carl at Renewable Energy Northwest LLC right now, 208-577-6537, or look at RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Renewable Energy Northwest LLC, 208-577-6537, or look at RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. There are certain times when buildings and homes require a flat or low-sloping roof. When that happens, Precision Single Ply is your contractor for the best in materials and trained, skilled installers to handle the job. Drainage and flashings must be done right to ensure a leak-free space underneath. Insulation and even the fasteners have evolved recently, and Single Ply membrane roofs will last for many carefree years if the system is designed properly for your situation. Trust that decades of experience the professionals at Precision Single Ply bring to your job. Go work with your budget and do their best to provide you the highest quality products the industry has to offer. If you're needing to repair or upgrade your existing flat or low sloping roof, give Precision Single Ply a call and schedule your quote. Annual maintenance and inspections are also available even if someone else installed your roof. Precision Single Ply, 208-939-9979. That's 208-939-9979. Well, the nationwide appliance shortage is still in full swing, but Jackie at Nampa Appliance and TV and Mattress is receiving product daily and wants everyone to know that you can still get great deals on washer and dryer pairs, electric and gas ranges, and all types of refrigerators from Whirlpool, Maytag, Amana, Bosch, and Frigidaire. Nampa Appliance and TV and Mattress also has a limited number of upright and chest freezers in stock. Manufacturers have notified Jackie that price increases are on the horizon, so now is the perfect time to plan your remodel, replace your old appliances, or make sure your new appliances are ready when your new home is. Nampa Appliance and TV and Mattress is looking forward to a great 2021 and is also looking forward to seeing you. Stop by 278 Caldwell Boulevard in Nampa and let Jackie and her crew take care of all your appliance and mattress needs. And remember to tell them that you heard it on HomeFix. You can also visit nampabrandsource.com to check out the current stock and prices. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk 670-KBOI. It's a lot of fun. We are popping all over the Treasure Valley and beyond today. This is great. Let's go to Parma and uh, talk to Dan. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Hey, I'm actually from Payette. I'm just out. Even better. Right now. Even hey, better. We're doing a remodel on a, a, a 1952 home 
uh, moved the kitchen from one end to the other, mm. uh, putting in two two new windows and a door. Right. Uh, w- the one window that we're starting with is uh, 48 long, uh, 36 high. Uh, I'm, I've watched a few videos, and they, I've got it framed in, but going through the exterior wall, they drilled a hole in each corner and then run a reciprocating saw and cut the hole out. Is that going to mess up the aluminum siding on the outside? Hmm. Okay. So uh, you are framing in the opening for the window, right? That's done. And you've done that from the inside. Correct. Okay, so now it's just a matter of opening up that on the outside. Yes. Um, I would suggest that with uh, metal siding, you don't use a reciprocating saw. Um, that, okay. that back and forth motion, um, unless you use the, the finest tooth blade that you could get and went very cautiously, what, what the danger is is that that, that, blade catches and you're going to kink or uh, or damage that siding and you're you're trying not to do that obviously um yes. what, what i would suggest you get and it's always a good excuse to buy a new tool right um is is get a get a four inch angle grinder with one of those very thin metal cutoff wheels this is what like the body shops use to you know make a cut across a dented fender on a car or or something. Uh, there's battery versions of this. DeWalt makes in their 20 volt series. If you already have a cordless drill or something, you could just buy the bare tool. But that uh, that narrow, thin, and I mean this thing's no thicker than a nickel uh, grinding wheel. You do that from outside there, uh, so you can see your line a whole lot better than you can trying to do it from the backside with the recip saw, and and just cut right down through that siding, just just all the way right through it, and then remove that. Then you can probably go back and cut out the subsheathing or the plywood or whatever's on the outside. But this way you can be very surgical with that cut and get a beautifully nice clean line that way. So I'd use a, uh, I'd use a four inch, uh, a thin metal grinding wheel rather than a, a back and forth saw. Okay. Uh, I had that thought also. And now after I do this, I literally actually have to remove uh, what inch and a half, two inches of that metal again to insert the window, correct? Yeah. So that uh, that brings up uh, another thing. So you already have the windows, right? Are they are they a vinyl window with a mounting flange? Yes, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out. Uh, Roadrunner Glass yeah. and Meridian yeah. are excellent people to deal with. Oh yeah, they're nice people there. I've gotten some shower doors and some other custom glass from them. Yeah, they they are. It's a good group. Um, so yep. yeah, so there's there's a couple ways to go about that. Yes, you need to remove the rest of that siding, but it may not be an inch and a half. You may actually have to remove more than that because perhaps you're going to use like some one by fours for the trim around the window, right? Okay. So you don't we want have, you don't we want to, got that far yet. Yeah. But, so you don't want to but, cut this three times. <laughs> so no. <laughs> so what what I would do is if you could make the first cut, the rough opening cut, and then put the window up there into the opening. 
and just put a couple screws in it, get it all nice and squared up and everything, just like you were going to install it for real, but you're really not. Get it up there in yep. the opening. Take a Sharpie. Go around the window flange, and you say, okay, that's where the window flange is, and I know that's an inch and a half off the window. Then remark that or measure it and mark where your trim is going to go and then just make the one cut around the perimeter. So measure like five Great or six idea. times and then just cut once. Install the flange. You can get some more water shield out there, better caulking. You're not going to cut your fingers up, you know, all the, all the extra times. Install your window and then put your trim up in your set. Yeah, you're right on the, the window seal because uh, that's uh, nine by nine inches wide that we're using yeah all right hey gotta go dan sorry tara's cutting us off we're out of time auto home fix show for today i'll be back next week hope you will too thank you for being with us right here on 670 kboi concrete leveling can help prevent expensive demolition and reconstruction work no longer do you always need to remove the sunken slab sections of your patio driveway sidewalk or other concrete flat work Concrete leveling by Go Green Concrete Lifting is a less costly and quicker solution that will raise sunken concrete back to its proper level. This is the perfect choice for garage floors, porches, pool decks, concrete steps, office floors, and driveways and sidewalks. Concrete lifting eliminates the liability of trip hazards at a fraction of the cost of replacement. And it is done in hours, not days. You can walk or drive on the repaired area immediately. There is no damage to your grass or landscaping. Sound like the solution for you? Call Go Green for concrete lifting at 208-912-0028 or visit GoGreenInsulation.com. Go Green for concrete lifting, 208-912-0028 or visit GoGreenInsulation.com. Go Green for concrete lifting, 208-912-0028. Your home is your sanctuary, the one place you can always relax, decompress, and chill out. It's where everything should be perfect, including your air. Heating Equipment Company helps you achieve the perfect air you deserve with reliable, groundbreaking, award-winning Lennox products. Lennox Home Comfort Systems are built to last with the newest technology that keeps your air perfect and helps you feel more relaxed and energized. And Heating Equipment Company is offering up to $1,800 in rebates on a new Lennox system or make no payments for six months when you finance a new Lennox system for as little as $132 a month on systems quoted during the rebate program dates. That's right, we're making it easier than ever to achieve perfect air in your home. To learn more, call Heating Equipment Company at 208-459-2212 today or visit us online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. For great products, big savings, and perfect air, think Heating Equipment Company, your local Lennox dealer. Terms and conditions apply. See dealer for details. <laughs> 